Spider-Man go to the chopper at all? In- <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused joke. on what we're talking joke. about. Um, talking about Predator. Um, Hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight and joining me this week is... Tiffany. And... Tiffany. (laughs) That's Alex. (laughs) Don't believe his lies and slander. So welcome to another episode. We are here to talk about all the crap that we want to talk about. We actually have... A plan today, Do which we? is pretty unique compared to other days. This is a normal episode, too. I yeah. feel like we've had guests on the last two. Um, no. And I wasn't on one of them. That was one, because right. we did a video game cast where it was just we, the two we, of yeah, us. Yeah, an episode was that was just you and me. A and deep then, dive. And then the episode with Judd and the episode with, with Scott. Scott. So, so we've it's done been a, bunch a while of... since it's just been the three of us. Exactly. So this is, uh, as I like to say, every time it's just us, where it's a back to basics yeah. episode where we're just going to be... Shooting the shit and talking about I crap. Yeah, but we have a plan. We do. I wish you guys could all see Dwight's hand gestures as he's talking. There's a lot yeah, of he's them. He's doing one of these. <laughs> I'm not jerking off. And one of these. Just, I don't know. That's what not is it. going on? Wow, we took a turn. This is, I'm going to have to mark, mark this one for smut. Mark, yeah, mark, yeah, mark, yeah, mark, yeah. mark. NSFW. <laughs> yes. Uh, not safe for wieners. <laughs> Not oh, la- ladies only. Not, <laughs> not safe oh, for women. Spe- oh, spe- speaking, speaking of, of ladies, ladies only. only. Ooh. So I'm putting together a ladies night um, or girls night in. We haven't girls figured night out. out. Girls night out. Well, it's actually girl. happening, but it's going to be in the house or it, wherever you guys yeah, go. Yeah, it's, um, it's going to happen. Just don't know when. Um, we get some ladies that are going to come on. We got a lineup. It's we have be a lineup. Fun. I think I'm going to moderate, although there was a request for you to moderate. Dwight. Oh, was there? But I don't know. I don't um, know. I, I can work the soundboard and I will just shut the fuck up and let right. you guys do your thing. Can you do to... that all the time? He's not. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> did, you just, did you just mute Do I yourself? muted himself? So now I... Oh, don't please, 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 no. I'm going to have an, an anxiety attack over here. I, d- oh I did that once. I can't remember where I Ooh, was, scary. but somebody was like, can you just shut up? And then I stopped talking and like 45 minutes in, they started crying. That oh seems like something God. you would do. It was... It was I, I, why like, I okay, why were they crying? Like, because be- they, they were so upset that, that, I, you, that I just wasn't talking. Was it just the two of you? Or? No, it was like a group i think i think it was someone i work with wow um but i, I they got so upset and i was just like yeah this is what you get nice <laughs> wow. that's like the best type of revenge air quotes because you didn't do anything yeah. and you just you were you were um following their request that's a really yeah. great passive aggressive way of dealing yeah. with your i like passive it. aggressive is my middle name so regardless yeah. i'm looking forward to this yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun i don't it's, know what we're gonna talk about like it, it's become kind of a th- thing where we're not sure if it's because it's a ladies night if we want to talk about like all lady stuff or we just want to have like a normal thing so i don't I know talk about whatever you guys want to talk about if it, if it falls into yeah, um, yeah, yeah exactly but there is whatever. this weird kind of like unspoken i think pressure almost like oh if you don't if you're doing an all female thing we got to talk about female stuff and i don't want that to be yeah, yeah. You guys can just do a regular episode, talk about whatever yeah. you yeah. want. Yeah, and, and it probably will evolve into being, you know, somewhat more female focused, but. That's fine. Exactly. I just. I, I think it's a perspective that people would yeah. be interested in. I have 
uh, ever since Alex and I had mentioned this, I believe on the podcast that mm-hmm. we were on by ourselves most recently, I'm 100% of the opinion that if um, we just left, this would be like the most popular podcast no, in the world. Right, right. And if well, it was just you. No, and, nobody and really likes me or Dwight. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, They're only here for you. Yeah. That's really interesting because I really feel like I don't contribute all the time and I do, my breadth of knowledge is not as deep. If we took breath, a... Breadth hash- is width. My, the depth of my knowledge is not as deep. If, as if, deep if, as a puddle. Yeah. If, if we Nice. If we took <laughs> a <laughs> hashtag poll, yeah. they would be all hashtag Team Tiffany. Ooh, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's run this. Let's test I this I don't want to know how much how many people don't like me, so no thank <laughs> you. Do we have a Twitter? We don't, but Ugh, we, you can do it on the Facebook well, likes. We, and we have Facebook 51 poll. people who like us. Guys, let's do we a have Facebook 51 poll. listeners, yeah. so thank you all. Yeah. All 51 of you. We have 51 likes and 10 listeners. One like equals one prayer. <laughs> I know I've said that joke before, but okay. So speaking of <laughs> prayers, um, we got some emails which I consider as prayers that we oh, prayed uh, for. Th- no, 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 we didn't pray for them. People uh, prayed to us in the form of email. Oh, okay. Like they sent out thoughts into the ether, and we received them. So oh. no refunds podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, feel free. I am unmuted, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. It would be great if you were muted the entire this entire of the time episode, and like and we didn't even like realize it. Tiffany and I are talking to no one. That would be pretty awesome. I mean, you could hear me peripherally yeah. in, from your mics, but okay. So our very first email comes from Brian, and this is a visual, okay. and I will post a uh, a link w- of this visual oh, uh, in the show notes. Oh God! Um, this is one hundred percent for oh. Tiffany. Um, afraid. Please don't be a dick. Please don't be a dick. Please don't be a dick. Or please be a dick. Oh, Brian. I don't think you wait, buddy. It literally just says for Tiffany. Okay. This the is entire horrifying. the entire email. The subject is for Tiffany. Oh god. And it's just an imager link. Oh my god. To a gallery. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I need to make sure that's it. That's it. Uh, this cinnamon bun looks like E.T. busting a nut. <laughs> that's what it was. That's it was exactly. it was a picture of a cinnamon bun. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh. So that was that. Wow. That was all that Brian sent. Thank you, Brian. That was um everything I dreamed it would be. Yep. Um, I think that uh, I feel attacked. <laughs> personally, I yeah. feel attacked. I think we should and remove. Upset. We should remove Brian from the podcast. He's no longer the fourth member. I, After attacking Tiffany like that blatantly, like what? What would have? Um, why did he do that? Like what? What did you say that would have yeah. would have made him do that? I don't know, but I don't like it. What have you done to hurt Brian? Yeah, what have you done to Brian? Yeah. Are we victim shaming here? Because <laughs> Tiffany's clearly the victim <laughs> in this case. Yeah. What did you do to deserve this? Are you not talking for the rest of the episode either? I'm sorry because I did look at that beforehand, but uh, so so all that was all he said was just that. Okay, link. well, Brian, you have some explaining to do. He does. I expect him to come on and and explain himself. So we have another email. Tiffany, Tiffany, you're gonna have to talk eventually. Tiffany, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to talk. <laughs> we'll get her to giggle. Dwight'll if you take, talk to me more like that, I will. Dwight'll take his shirt off. Oh Girl. God, no. Sorry, Dwight. Oh. Dwight'll keep his shirt on. Oh, yeah, if you yes. if you don't talk, I'm gonna take it off. Yeah. Take ah. there, there you go. Okay, so we have another email. I hate this one's this. from Jesse. Hi everyone. 
I wanted to write into the show on numerous occasions, especially since I have been binging no refunds for the past little while. It was upsetting when I caught up to where you are now and had to listen to stupid music at work instead of an episode after episode of no refunds. Solid. I added an extra word there, so. Solid. He didn't write dumbly. You're twisting his yeah. words. No, anyway. <laughs> I am trying to remember a moment of one of the episodes now that I really enjoy out of context. I think it goes something like this. Dwight talking to Tiffany. Why'd you eat all that pizza? <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> groans. I'm offended. Dwight. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, I'm rambling. Love the show. Please record more so I can listen to it. Love, love, love. Jesse. Wow. Two, I... two emails personally attacking <laughs> Tiffany. After you guys literally just said, if we left the podcast, everyone would listen to it. It'd be the best podcast ever. Fuck you guys. Wow. Fuck you wow. guys. Whoa. You heard that. And T- I mean that with love. Tiffany says, fuck all of our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> fuck you guys. No, I do mean that with love. I just feel very personally attacked. It's okay. It's fair. It's understandable. I don't, I don't, even, know. I, I don't even know what to make of this. Um, I think you just need to kill Brian and Jesse. I don't know. I'm very offended. That's, that's how it seems. That'll cut that's our viewership the, down by This is probably yeah. not the best week to send anything about me. What is going on? I just feel really offended. <laughs> offended because of what they said to you? Yeah. That's fair. Um, but to be fair, sometimes you do eat pizza and groan. <laughs> no, I, I always eat pizza and I always make that noise. <laughs> fact. It must have been... I don't remember what that one was. We, we, yeah. we eat Zoe's quite a bit before we, before yeah. we record. We, so. do, we do pizza yeah, a lot before... Uh, we do. Oh my god. <sighs> okay, so that's all the emails that wow. we have for you today. Wow. If you want to contribute to that loveliness, um no refunds podcast at gmail.com. This is a episode for the books, guys. Yeah. yeah. This is our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. This is terrible. In I a great way. <laughs> solid, solid. Wow. Do you want to quit? Do you want to yeah. do an all ladies this podcast? Is, oh this god. is an endorsement right this here. Uh Tiffany, I hate this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be totally on the bo- back of the box. <laughs> One star. I hate this podcast. Ten out of ten would not listen again. What out of ten? Ten out of ten. Five out of ten. Five out of seven. So speaking of ten out of tens, um, Alex, have you been playing anything or watching anything or doing anything? Or what do you want to talk about? You want to know what I've been up to? Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, So I've been playing Spider-Man. Slowly but surely, I've been playing Spider-Man. So Spider-Man is a PlayStation exclusive that came out a uh, week ago, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, um, starring Spider-Man. <laughs> it's true, and it is made by Insomniac Games, um, and it is great. It's uh, I don't know what more to say about it. I don't really want to spoil much. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, ha- we really can't spoil that much because you've only hit a certain part yes, in the game, I'm not so you even, don't know what's what's beyond that. I'm not even that far into it, but I'm liking. I'm loving the shit out of it. It's a really fun game. Um, the gameplay is really smooth and the mechanics are really easy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. I really like the open world aspects of it. And like, as you go deeper into the game, you unlock more stuff that you can find around the city. So like exploring the city is new and fresh, like almost every time you go out. I agree with that. Um, the swinging around is so much fun. It It, is. it, 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 it's really cool like when you pay attention to what you're swinging off of because they definitely have made it more 
makes sense mm -hmm. than in older games where you're just like shooting up in the air and you're like, there's nothing to swing off. A of. web goes up yep. and I can go any direction. Yep. Whereas now, like if you're in Central Park, yep. the most you can swing off of is trees. Trees. And yeah. like you're like, oh, this sucks. And you're always near the ground. Like um, I really liked. There was one side mission where you could swing off helicopters. You could mm -hmm. only swing off helicopters. Yep. And that was awesome for me. That was when I really started to notice, like that there was there were fulcrums you and you're actually yeah, connecting to, to um so that's really cool um it's a fun game i like all like all the little cool easter eggy stuff like all the costumes that they have in the game are so much fun i've mm -hmm. been the scarlet spider like since that became available because nice. i just love that costume i always have um what's the last costume that you unlocked I don't remember. Do you remember? Okay. I don't remember. Have you gotten anything from a movie? I did. I did get the spoiler. The, I got the Stark the, suits in it. I I don't I don't have um, the Iron Spider. Yeah, that was a part of the pre-order stuff. So for me, when I played, it was all classic suit until I unlocked the Stark suit, mm. and then I played all Stark suit until I unlocked the Iron Spider armor from Avengers: Infinity War. Solid. And I played the rest of the game in that. Um, I play. I I've. Pretty much just been playing Scarlet Spider the entire time. Nice. Um, ben, Ri it, ben Riley fan? Yeah, mildly, mediumly. Um, I just like the costume. Like, mm. it's just cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. No, it, um, it's been fantastic. I, I have, uh, at this point, um, I've played a little bit of it. I have the Platinum Trophy, mm, uh, which solid. is 100% of the game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, cool. I, 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 I agree with you that the movement feels amazing i i really like how smooth uh the swinging feels and i like um the variety of options that you have with uh your movement because mm -hmm. there's not only just basic swinging there's uh like zip lining yep. where you can like you you uh, reticle appear you can pick a point you know yep. vroom, right to that and then you can boost off of that have you unlocked the yep. boost ability yep. that's the main way i ended up getting across the city quickly yep. towards the end i would just get as high as i could and then i would just pow, 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 yep. pow. That was a lot of fun. Um, the combat, once you figure it out, and th there's so much to do. Like, you can stay in the air the whole time, and you can mm -hmm. just uh, web people up from the ground and, and grab um, trash cans and whip those around and throw them. Or you can do it all on the ground where you have, like, you're um, hitting someone, sliding between their legs, yep. webbing up somebody behind them, grabbing them and swinging them into everyone else. There's so many different options and variety that it never got... I don't want to say it never got stale because there was a point where towards the end when I was grinding out um, crimes, mm -hmm. it got a little bit tedious. But for the most part, like through the base game, the combat was always interesting and always fun. Yep. Um, I like that they tried to implement certain stealth elements. Uh, those sequences when they were scripted and cinematic were a lot of fun. Yep. Um, some of the side mission stuff with those fell a little flat for me because... Um, if you were like on top of a building and you had to do it stealthily, you could like zip in, punch one guy out, and then just like jump off the edge of the building, and yep. everyone would be like, oh, "I guess Spider Man went away." <laughs> um, all right, we'll just go back to regular patrol, and it took me out of it a little bit, yep. a smidgen. Um, other than that, though, it's been it's been a, a great time. The story itself is such a good Spider Man story. Yep, it it goes in directions you're not expecting, um, even though like you know. Spider. If you go into it like with base Spider-Man lore, you can be like, okay, I can kind of assume where this is going, but mm -hmm. it gets to a point where you don't want it to go that way. Like, 
because you've care you care about these characters so much and just seeing like the path that you know they're going to be going down yep. you're like no please don't please yep. no 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 and it's it's been awesome for that um i like that this is a spider-man who is eight years into his career mm-hmm. and so it's fun if you know a little bit about spider-man piecing together this world and being like okay so which of his villains has he fought? And there's yep. these uh, backpacks in the game that all have like a uh, little bit of a little piece of history um, tied to them. And some of them are talking about like, oh, when I fought uh, the vulture for the first time, you're like, oh, cool, he's fought vulture in this world. I wonder how that went, type of deal. Um, it, that that type of stuff has been a lot of fun. That that sense of discovery of this world that feels so lived in and so real. It's been a blast to do i have some minor nitpicks about the game yep. um my biggest one is i believe i already talked about it a little bit with that with the stealth stuff yeah um, yeah that feels a little bit eh. like uh, as i was playing you can't help but compare it to arkham mm-hmm. and i feel like arkham stealth was better a little unfair because batman is all about that type of stuff uh in combat i don't like how you can't easily select the enemy that you're going to be attacking next there's no like lock-on feature if there is i didn't couldn't find it there's no lock-on feature which is a little bit like you eventually get used to it but there are times where someone's behind you and like that's the person i want to take out next and so i just have to pray or hope that he's going to like the the game is going to know that's the person i want to go to yeah usually pretty good about it but i found myself spamming triangle a lot trying to to get to the next trying to zip to the person i wanted to fight exactly um and there was one other thing that I was oh so they talked about this in in the um in like the pre stuff of the game, but there are, there are sequences where you're not playing as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. There are some times where you're playing as Peter Parker, which is fine in concept. The things oh, that I you're doing you're as Peter Parker are so inane, inane and just <laughs> mundane. Yep. And I'm like, they're they're literally the um the pipe water flow puzzles from Bioshock. Yep. And I used to have like a, not a DOS game, but it was like a windows 95 game yep. that was called like plumber. And it was just those puzzles. Yep. And come on in yeah. a Spider-Man game. I'm fine with having Peter Parker doing something. There are other sequences in this game where you are playing as not Spider-Man. And those are much more thematically interesting to the game and the gameplay in them is a lot more fun. Yeah, like when you play as Mary Jane. When you, Yeah, okay, there we go. And that's, they talked about that in the game yeah, yeah, yeah. and in the pre-stuff. Mary Jane's sequences where she's kind of like stealthing through stuff or just yeah. when she's walking around environments, there's an environment that you go to later in the game. Oh, I'm excited. When I was, like, I spent like a half an hour just walking around it as Mary Jane, like yeah. picking things up and reading all the little stuff about it and it was awesome and yep. great and like i was doing that as peter when you're in the lab and like you're walking around like listening to recordings and that stuff is really cool and interesting but as soon as i start doing spectrograph puzzles and 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 and, and electricity flow puzzles i'm like okay fine you couldn't have come up with something more interesting something more yeah. spider-man or i don't know here's something i know tiffany can kind of chime in on though there are other aspects of this game that are like so just iconically Spider-Man. The music, without being Elfman's score, mm-hmm. sounds so much like Spider-Man, right? Are you bringing me back into this? Yeah, if you would like to. Because I've literally watched you play like 10 minutes of this game. Mm-hmm. But you heard me mm-hmm. talk about that. You, you know, you, the thing that I like, and I don't know if you talked about it because I'm playing Animal Crossing on my phone. Because she hates us. I'm playing the split. There's a Splatoon 2 crossover event in Animal Solid. Crossing Pocket Camp right Which now. Which is great. They should do more things like um, that. But I liked the, the camera mode that you were showing me. Photo mode. Which is Photo so mode. appropriate for... 
Peter Parker right? slash Spider-Man anyway. Like, Photo mode is awesome. I've seen some beautiful pictures yeah, of people. Oh, yeah. Really cool. It, it's, it's so much fun. And there's so many things you can do with it, like focal lengths yeah. and focusing and with all the different suits you can wear. You can get some yeah. really cool and unique but stuff. But again, just as you know, Peter being a photographer. Yes. Yeah. It works. And the music is great. Because w- you were watching the it was credits. The end, it was the end credits. The end uh, like, credits I beat the main story. Like, this is the, awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's such a good song. Like It's such a good spider-man theme yeah it's really, really i wouldn't great. have been able to pick it out of any other you know if you played a bunch of just generic superhero music it wouldn't sound any different but it was it was good it kind of has that like swelling horns that the um the the raimi movies ones had mm-hmm. so it, it sounded spider-man-y to me but yeah those are my big complaints those are my big praises of the mo- of the game movie it felt like a movie like yeah it was it was fantastic i really enjoyed playing i highly recommend it yes same where does it fall on your scale of... Because you also played God of War this year. Yep. Where does it fall? And in games that you've played this year, where does Man. it fall? Um, I think God of War is like a 9.5 out of 10. Like, God of War is a phenomenal game. Yeah. Um, I don't think Spider-Man's quite there, but it, it was a very, very strong game. Uh, very good. It did remind me a lot of the Arkham mm-hmm. uh, Asylum, or Arkham games in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Not perfect, not not bad at all. I, I mean, really good game. It it gives me hope. I listened to a couple interviews or a interview with the uh, the one of the developers, the lead designer on the game. I think it was, and it was interesting because when they were he was saying that when they got the keys to the Marvel universe and they could do whatever they wanted in it, so they mm-hmm. decided to make a Spider Man game, and it's but they weren't like locked into Spider-Man. So that's why there is a bunch of little Easter eggs and Avengers towers yep. in New York. And you can find the Wakandan embassy and the Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange's sanctum sanctorum uh, yep. or, yep. or whatever it's sanctum, called sanctorum. Um, is there. And so like there's cool things like that. So it would be really fascinating if at some point they kind of brought in a little yep. bit larger Marvel universe yeah. in some that capacity. Would be cool, yeah. I, I really did like that because when you're going around taking pictures of locations, you're like, okay, yeah, Empire State Building, the Chrysler Building, like I know uh, all these things. And then I started taking pictures of things and I'm like, oh, the Wakandan Embassy, alias investigations. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay, clearly not real things are also things I will be taking pictures. I, I didn't expect to run into like any of the Avengers, but I was fully expecting to like when I was in Hell's Kitchen, yep. like, hear about Daredevil, Daredevil or something like that. But they really kept the... It really focused on Spider-Man, yeah. which I think is to the game's benefit yeah. in the end. Yeah, I agree. I highly suggest it to anyone that likes games and likes Spider-Man. Yep. If you like, if you love both, you're in for a hell of a ride. Oh, yeah. Why, why are you listening to us? <clears throat> I'm sure you've already bought it. Yes. If you like video games and Spider-Man and don't own this game, shame on you. Yeah. You're a pox. Unless you don't have a PlayStation. I guess that's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only issue with this issue in air quotes here is that it's a PlayStation exclusive, which is a little sad, but. Well, Sony. Yeah, but it was um, Insomniac that that did it. And they're not a. Because their last game was Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox exclusive. True. So it's just kind of. They had the support from Sony for this and Marvel, so. All right, Tiffany okay. looks bored. We should talk Sorry. about something no. that she likes. You want like, to talk about space aliens blowing no. shit up? My stomach is just full of chicken tenders. And we shouldn't mm. let her eat before we podcast. We should try recording before we eat from now on. We, it, we, it'll make us probably have a higher energy. We should only oh. let her eat half of what she yeah, eats, and please. then give her the, the other half afterwards. Please, my that stomach sounds like a fair is thing. Like going to explode because she's always too full to to talk. 
She's like, oh, oh God. <laughs> wow. That If it makes you feel any better, I feel like I've been like wheezing as I'm talking. I'm like, because mm. <sighs> well, we, I'm also very full. Well, we all ate like a fuck ton of chicken. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, between, between the three of us, it was definitely a metric fuck ton. A metric time. fuck ton. Um, and we also talked about D&D like the entire dinner. <laughs> oh, so, my God. So she probably so. hated that. And now we're talking about video games. I had to defend myself on why I don't like D&D. Well, you engaged her pretty well. Like, Alex was, like, talking to oh, you. I know. Like, he, was, he was trying to, like, fig- he was picking at your brain as to why yeah. you were. I didn't feel like I was being demeaning. No. no Even no, though she's no. crazy. <laughs> I ha- Is this episode going to just be. Things Tiffany hates. Everybody hates Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay, Tiffany. Tiffany, um, have we you seen any movies recently? Um, yes. Yeah. Any? So, what'd you, what'd you see? So, I <laughs> have never seen the only Predator movie I have seen is the 2007 Predators. Mm. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez yep. directed it. I think it was 2009. I thought it was 2007. It was. It was um, I want to say we're close. I, I, ooh. Mm. One of you might be right. It might have been 2011. It wasn't when I worked at the movie theater. Maybe so I'm thinking it was seven years ago. Ooh. That's possible. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. The number okay. seven isn't We're, we're going to have to cut you... this because we have to be right. No, it doesn't matter. The movie that came out that was called Predators. I have seen that. And I don't remember it. It was... 2010. 2010. Okay. We were all wrong. All wrong. Why did I think it was 2007? I don't know. Um, we were still in college at that point. We were definitely. I don't know. I, I don't know. And it wasn't directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes, it wow. Was. It was directed by Nimrod Arital. Really? The Rodriguez must have, produced he it? He must have produced it. I thought he directed it. Wow, right. we're all wrong. We, we, okay. We suck. We, we just need to start over. Anyways. Oh, that's embarrassing. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Produce, produced by Robert Rodriguez. Whatever. Starring so, Adrian Brody. Oh, God. I forgot who's in this movie. And for Grace. Grace. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen that movie and it was fine. This was back when Dwight was still dragging me to see all of his movies because he was trying to win my love, I guess. Mm. Um, which he still hasn't done. Because I had no one to see him with. I know. I would have gone with you. We weren't friends at that no, point. No, we weren't. We still aren't. But Fact. the the trailer started coming out for um, the, the Predator. The Predator. Yeah. So Dwight ended up buying the Blu-ray of all of the movies. So Predator 1, Predator 2, Predators... And he's we, like, we're going to watch this. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, just mm. in my Tiffany voice. So we watched the first Predator movie from 1987. I know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it blew my friggin' mind. It's such a good movie. It's so fun. And just like just the right amount of campiness and, and weirdness but it's actually a legitimately good action yeah. movie. And then Dwight was telling me some of the backstory, like when it was advertised, people thought they were going to see an action movie because you have um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Carl, Carl Weathers, Weathers. Yep. which who yeah. I didn't know was a real actor because yeah. other than You put that Arrested in a gumbo and you got a good stew <laughs> going. Stew going <laughs> I just know him from Arrested Development. I know that's really bad. No, it's not. I, what else is Weathers known for outside of Predator? Um, you uh, got, um, I, I couldn't tell you. Which he was in one of the Rockies, I think. Is he oh. Apollo Creed? No, 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 no. He was in one of the Rockies. I want to say like Rocky Four or. Mm. That's actually. I'm gonna have to look it up. If that's true, that's actually fun because that's the other pack of movies that Dwight bought yeah, that same I, day. I, I bought two packs. We were at Newberry Comics and they had 25 percent off everything in the store, and so I got a used copy of Rocky. He is and Apollo Predator. Creed? 
He is? Yeah, okay, yeah. so... Okay. Yeah, I was right. I, I knew that. Oh. I knew he was in a Rocky. I, I could have told... Uh, He's so in many of them. See, together. this is how much I know about movies and actors. I couldn't... I did not I don't think that. any of us know anything on this no, episode. Wow. Well, we, we, we don't know anything that we're we talking about. We are terrible. Why are you listening? Anyways, <laughs> well, now I feel like an idiot because... No, uh, I didn't know that. Well, Carl- I just laughed at you. I was like, that's not Carl Weathers. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but... We're talking about Carl Weathers. Are, so so I like that. I like going to this movie with the knowledge that people thought this was an action movie. Yep. And it is that. But it also yeah. has crazy predators. And yeah. The way I like hearing it described yeah. is it's a it's a slasher movie hidden inside of an action movie. Yeah. Because yeah, it definitely. starts off with like this crazy over the top. Like the one of the most insane action sequences like put to film mm-hmm. when they attack mm-hmm. the gorilla camp. Yep. Oh my God. It's so fun. And everything after that is just them being stalked by a predator. Mm-hmm. So it's like people thought they were going to be getting this great Schwarzenegger like beef in the jungle movie. Yeah. yeah you did. Like Commando. Yeah, exactly. And you kind of did. Kind of did. I mean, some awesome things with the predator happened. Oh but, yeah, uh, but you but you like we but so, the moral of the story is you liked it. So a lot. yeah, and, and and Dwight and I kind of have a longstanding thing, like going back to high school and college, and Dwight loving horror movies and stuff, and being. Um, I remember when Alien versus Predator came out, and I won't do the voice because it's kind of insulting. But there was there was some you know Alien versus Predator banter, and I I decided that I was Team Predator because. I just wanted to be anti-Dwight, who was more team alien. Mm. AVP is a masterpiece <laughs> of a movie. Um, AVP 1, I really enjoy. I've never seen Requiem. Requiem, Requiem is oh, greatest movie ever made. So, so, so I am I am that person, like that, that kid who, you know, it, it feels like, who are we rooting for? Or I like this team because they're blue. Like that's, I'm like, I like yep. Predator because Dwight likes Alien. So, so I, I've kind of always like been interested in it just from what I've seen of that one, you know, the, the 2010 movie. Solid. So now going back and watching the first one and then we watched the second one, which, which was is a garbage fire. Terrible. of fun. They come to New York, right? Uh, it's L.A. L.A. LA. Okay. But, but it's... They're in a city. Yeah, they, they take it, it... It's a really clever idea for a sequel because the first movie is about uh, them being in the jungle, being mm-hmm. stalked by it. Mm-hmm. So taking the Predator out of that environment and putting it in a more urban environment... In a concrete jungle. Is, is, there you go. The concrete mm-hmm. jungle. Is, is a logical step in, like, progression for what can this thing do. So yep. how is it going to act in this environment? And there are some cool things where it's, like, sliding down the sides of buildings and, like... Yeah. Like, like grabbing, like... um. Like escape rail or not even I don't know what is fire it? escape? It's, it's, it's like, not a fire escape, but it's like a pipe that it was sliding down, and like and grabbing that and like yeah. sliding over to another or like launching over to another um, building okay. and like breaking through walls and Danny Glover's brilliant thrift store wardrobe. Yes, mm. Danny Glover is the main person in this one, which is Solid. arguably a complete one eighty from Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> like he's I a little he was schlubby too old for that shit. He, you would think that. <laughs> you would. But think the thing that. that's good about the second movie is Bill Paxton. <laughs> The thing that's He's good, in it. Bill Paxton of Terminator One fame. Sure. The thing that's good about the second movie is it gives you more of because you haven't seen it, right, Alex? Nope. It gives you more. It still feels slow as all hell, but there are more moments that are fun and just action because they're not trying to set up the Predator anymore. You know, yep. it's it's not like the first movie where they're you know it's like what the fuck is it? It's already established. Everybody knows what it is, so they can do more. Like you were just saying, like crazy things, and there's a lot more action stuff in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was more fun. Like I almost want the the action of Predator Two with the plot of Predator One. 
Hmm. Predator 2 is a li- I agree with that 100%. Because yeah. some of the progression of Predator 2 is a little formulaic. Um, Predator 1 is you're following this one unit through the jungle while they're being picked off one by one by yep. the Predator. Predator 2, there's it's a lot more, air quotes, modern horror at the, of the time where like something will happen and like all the characters will talk about it. And then one character will go off to a room like mm-hmm. away from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then that one person will be stalked and killed by the Predator in like a self-contained sequence, yep. which feels much more like 80s slasher. Yep. Uh, as I'll opposed- be right back. Exactly. It's, it's stuff like that. Like Or like he doesn't tell anyone where he's going, so he just disappears. Yep. For, and like they're like trying to figure it out, find out where he went. So that felt a little bit more formulaic, but it was still a fun movie. It was definitely not a good movie, but right. it was fun. Like Chopping Mall. Yes. <laughs> Chopping Wall was nuts. Great movie. Chopping Wall is better than Predator 2. Wow. Hot take. Hot take. Okay, hot take. Well, Predator 1 and Chopping Mall have amazing head explosions. (laughs) Predator 2 does not have a head explosion. Accurate. So, and then we didn't watch Predators because we just didn't have time. We'd already seen it. We ran out of time. But then we saw The Predator. The Predator. The Predator. Side note. The naming of these movies is fucking stupid. It's so confusing. I agree. I'm sick of movies not just having a number. Like, this is Predator 4. Yeah. Like, we have Predator, Predator Predator 2, Predators, which I get. That's cute because it's like aliens. Yeah. Like, you're adding an S to it. But now this one is The Predator. Even though there's more than one Predator in the movie. Yeah, spoilers. The Predator, like, the definitive Predator shows up the last act of the movie maybe uh maybe uh, about halfway it's yeah, it's like the midway point end of the first act at least yeah the the predator the, the predator, predator the super predator shows yeah, up but when then they're at like, the school but then there's like the other oh yeah shows up when they're at the school yeah which is definitely like that's definitely like plot point one I think, is like them escaping the... i think because this movie is just a hot mess <laughs> this okay. movie is a hot okay. mess this so movie... the predator yes the predator do you want me to you don't like explaining i don't like movies, to explain but if it you, if you but i do have a pin okay so, you explain it. Okay. I will pin so, my pin. So, The Predator is a movie directed by Shane Black. Worst director ever. Solid. Kiss, of, kiss, bang, bang. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Iron Man 3 and <sighs> The Nice Guys fame. And I seen it, but I who bet gets blowed up in The OG yes. Predator. Yes. Which um, is a fun. Who, yeah. who Fun fact. Was an actor in the first Predator. He's the first person to be killed on screen by the Predator in the Predator franchise. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, So he got to write and direct this movie. He wrote it with someone else. I don't remember He wrote it with, um, oh, fuck. Uh, The guy who directed Monster Squad. Fred Deckard, I want to say his name is. Fred Deckard. He he directed Monster Squad, and he also uh, directed Night of the Creeps. And uh, this guy is um, clearly old school horror. And it shows in this movie. Yep. So, um, the plot of this movie is it very starts out very similar to um, like the original Predator, where you have a predator in the jungle picking off a uh, team of uh, I don't know what they are Marines, um, like a special ops, yeah, squad special ops or something squad, like that. and. Um, uh, Charlie Hunnam? Is that the... Uh, no, no. No, it looks no. like him, though. It looks it's just it's the like guy him. who was in Logan. Yes. The bad guy from Logan. Bad guy from Logan. I can't remember his name. Um, 
He looks like Charlie Hunnam, but he isn't. The entire movie, I was like, he looks like Charlie Hunnam or like Draco Malfoy if he did like a lot of drugs. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, so his character gets away from the predator and gets arrested, but he takes uh, the predator's helmet and uh, his oh wristband yep. and it's called and a gauntlet. Goes to goes to Mexico and has the package sent to his home. Yep. Okay, <laughs> this, well, this, whatever. One of the best descriptions I heard of this movie was it seems like they, they came up with like five Predator plots yep. and just stuck them all together <laughs> Yeah. So into a not cohesive movie. I don't really know how to describe the plot of this movie because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, everything jumps, like each individual scene on its own is fun and feels like a Predator scene, but they don't connect right like there's huge logic jumps that happen that mm. you're just like okay i guess i just have to accept this because yeah. like i don't know how we got here or, or they introduce parts of like predator lore that like we already know about like there's a sequence with olivia munn is also one of the main characters in this movie and the predator doesn't attack her because she's unarmed yep and like that's a big thing from the other predator movies right. where it won't attack you because it doesn't deem you worthy of of yep. of predating. And um, she even references it. She's like, that, "Yeah, it, she didn't. They it didn't attack me when I I was I didn't have a gun and it didn't attack me. And then it never comes back. And it doesn't come back. Like exactly. Like yep. it's so it's it's and they, so it is un- a dis- line. Disjointed. It's a line in the movie, and it never holds any weight. It, this movie does not equal the sum of its parts. The movie is so incredibly disjointed. So like, let's just. Throw that out there right Bo- now. Boyd Holbrook is the name of the actor. Boyd Holbrook. Okay. That's a name. Um, movie's incredibly disjointed. But the reason I loved the shit out of it is two reasons. One, the comedy was hilarious. I thought this movie was very funny. Yep. Um, yep. Keegan-Michael Key <gasps> and pretty much everyone in the van yep. that's part of mm-hmm. the B team. What do they call themselves? I don't know. Oh. Um. I don't remember. I can look at Unit it up. two, second unit. I think it was second unit. Second unit or something. Um, they, everyone in there is hilarious. Awesome. I, I love, love it. Them. Theon Greyjoy nailed yep. it. Yep. Um, Keegan Michael Key, so funny. Was great. The guy who played Nebraska, like the the yep. main person in the yep. unit, was great. Nebraska's great. Um, I knew him from something else too. Oh, Moonlight. He was in Moonlight. Oh, cool. Um, Dwight's favorite movie. Everybody, I would say Alex Alex's favorite it. movie. Everybody Sorry, I got was, you guys confused because you're like brothers. Everybody <laughs> was great in there. Um, all What's the comedy. Uh, the bad guy. Um, he's on This Is Us. Oh, um, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. He was good. Sterling K. Brown was great. Was um, I was really disappointed. Okay. I laughed out loud when he died. His but death most did not people, read. Most people yeah. missed it. Yeah. Yeah, because it was so I was like, did he just die? Yeah. He turns his head with the thing that moves the shoulder's head and, and, it, and blows his own head off. But it was it, you're right, it did not read at all. I, I was like, wait a minute. From what I understand, they reshot the entire ending of this movie. Oh, like really? the, the ori- like this movie went through so many rewrites, reshoots, yep. and like re-edits. Like you can tell that this movie was so much bigger than it actually oh, yeah. was. Um but they reshot the entire ending, like from the moment they leave the quarry. Wow, until really? the end of the movie, from what I understand, because okay. there are shots uh, there, because what it, this isn't a spoiler, I guess, because yep. it's didn't it's not in the movie. What the mo- ending originally was was a bunch of other regular predators came down to Earth yep. and 
they joined team. They joined up with the Marines and they fought the Super Predator. There's pictures that of been amazing of two Predators with the team in a tank, yep. like drive, oh like and they were driving around. Why did this movie not get made? Because because uh, focus groups and, and horseshit studio interference. Are you fucking bullshit. kidding me? That like, sounds amazing. It sounded so much better than what we actually got because what we actually got was kind of like closer to the original Predator, yep. like with them being stalked in the woods. Yep, all of that was was reshoots. So. The the two things so I've I've mentioned that I love the comedy. I thought it was very funny. This is coming from me, the person that loves every Shane Black movie because of the comedy. Some of the comedy stood out. Like some of it was like when they were talking about Olivia Munn's pussy. Yes. I was like <laughs> that, that that part it was weird. That part was weird. I, was I agree. Awkward. I agree. Um the other thing I loved was just how absolutely violent it was. Yep. Like yep. the, the yep. violence in this movie was like Blood shooting out in every direction, absolutely over the top violence. When the super predator was in the house attacking yep. the the squad that was in there, oh and like God. it breaks through the ground, shoots the guy through the like, dick, yep. and then he like stabs that one dude like five times. Yeah. We, Tiffany and I both were like, we had visceral reactions, like holy shit, it's it awesome, was so great. It's, it is that's so what I cool. want from these movies. It was I I loved it. I like it's a terrible movie. Do not get me wrong here. It definitely is not that great. It is a bad movie, but it's, I love the shit I'm gonna, out of it. I'm going to remove my pin because okay. I think this is the appropriate thing. Okay. Nice. So comparing this to a movie that we also saw, The Meg, The Predator The Predator did what... The Meg? The pre- I'm like, too many words. <laughs> what the? The Predator did what I wanted The Meg to do. The Meg tried to rely too much on plot and characters and not enough action with... The, the you know the titular the character shark. the friggin' shark yep. I just learned the word titular meant so that's I'm not true she learned what the word eponymous eponymous yeah sorry yes. sorry eponymous. wrong word wrong yeah. word yeah that's a good um, word it is a good word I just learned what that and meant and she didn't even just use it <laughs> yeah I used the other word that I already knew what it meant titular which doesn't mean that which all the same thing anyway but then so you have a movie like the Meg that's like meh. and then you have the Predator which also is a movie that's terrible and. The plot doesn't make sense, but they didn't waste time on characters. Nope. They didn't waste time on any weird lore and things. You're just going and it's action and there's violence and there's predator dogs and all this crazy shit. Yeah, there are. But it's fun. It was so much more fun than something like The Meg that was just trying to be a real serious movie. Oh, yeah. It felt like as opposed to just being like, we're just going to make a friggin' predator movie and have fun with it. Can we talk about some of the predator ideas in this movie sure. so so you have the the idea of like the blood war between regular predator and super predator and the regular predator so like that that in and of itself is, is interesting that was the plot of predators yep you have mm-hmm. a renegade predator who is coming to earth trying to give the humans something to protect them from the other predators coming in to, yeah. to, to genocide them yep that's fascinating yeah, that's yeah. Cool. You, you have the idea that the predators are harvesting spines for their spinal fluid to yeah. evolve themselves. That's like a whole nother fucking plot there. Um, the like, other cool thing was talking about autism and how it's they like. I'm not that big a fan of this. <laughs> I like that. I liked. Well, here's the thing. I like. I like that they attempted to go down that road. I don't necessarily like how it kind of was a weird preachy thing and like, oh, autism is next genetically. But I like that they did have a kid in this movie 
that was on the spectrum and then that he was the one that figured some of this stuff out. I do like that. I don't necessarily I, like, you know, talking about, oh, it's the, you know, it's the next evolutionary, you know, the evolutionary that, chain. But it's trying to kind of was like in your face, but I do like that they had that, that kid was awesome. I loved him. Jacob Tremblay, who apparently was in Room with yep. Brie Larson. Oh, okay. I, I, I really do, I feel like it was a relatively oversimplification yep. of both autism yes. Yes. and like Tourette's. Yep. Like, because that's not how Tourette's works. It's yep. not just saying funny swear words. Yep. It's like yep. ticks and stuff ticks, like that. Yeah. yeah. It, obviously, it's a movie, so mm-hmm. they're going to kind of be going over the top with certain things. But it's stuff like that that it maybe is not the best representation, yeah. but it's cool that we're getting to a point where yeah. it's being in movies. Yep. Hopefully, at it some was, point, it won't just be a punchline. I mean, other, I mean, yeah, the t- I totally forgot about the Tourette's thing, but the at least on the on the autism front, it was used as a strength. It wasn't used it as a was weakness. A it wasn't, you know, you had the kid being bullied and stuff to kind right. of show what he's gone through, and then he ended up being a character that the predator was looking for because yeah. he was, you know, so intelligent. Whatever. So it, it was, it, it was in this movie viewed as just a normal thing which i liked and obviously autism is a spectrum and this kid was on way on one end because i don't know i I know a couple autistic people they are not at the point where they can photographically remember Mm -hmm. the position of chess boards he was he was a savant would be the term yeah Yeah, there you go is is that is that the proper term for it savant Savant? yeah did not know that i think don't quote me on this too late quoted <laughs> i'm on the podcast it's just cool i do like that though um yeah it was it, it was fun for for such a bad movie like the time flew by oh yeah oh, and yeah. it was just a ton of fun like mm-hmm. i was sitting there going none of this makes any sense nope. <laughs> but i get to watch a gigantic predator tear the shit out of like j- people yep like um watching the first predator just destroy everyone in that um <gasps> facility that facility so cool. awesome Watching Olivia Munn chase the predator, cool. Yeah, like she's uh, as far as biologists go, yep. she's like the most badass biologist yeah. in the world because she was just chasing after it, which is weird because it's like, why does she care? Like, yep. why is she so invested in this predator? It made it, for a good movie, but though. It's very clear she's interested and wants to study it, and that's what her, you know, her work. There's a team of military people. No, I know, but it's very clear. Like she's. This is what she's devoted her work to. I, so. awesome. I loved the part where she ended up on top of the bus and he was like, jump, I'll catch you. And then he does not <laughs> That was funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I liked the references. Um, I was just going to say when Olivia Munn literally is like, oh, you beautiful motherfucker. Yeah, instead of the, Ooh. oh, you ugly motherfucker. I liked um, Get to the Chopper. And they were motorcycles. And they were motorcycles. <laughs> I liked that. Like Those were the only two that I really noticed. They were cute. They were quick. Yep. And it was like a cute little nod. It was like, it wasn't, it didn't feel fan servicey. It mm-hmm. felt like, it felt like it was poking fun at the past movies yeah. in a yeah. cool way. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed it. I wish that there was more of the Halloween stuff. Like, I wish there, there was a oh, point yeah. where, like, a predator was walking around during Halloween yep. and nobody notices it. Dwight literally turned because... to me and was like, if this kid doesn't put on this predator mask, I'm going to riot. Oh, when he wore Next it at scene. Ha- yeah. Halloween <laughs> and then he blows and up that he murders house. someone. <laughs> It's like holy shit. Never addressed again. Nope. nope. Who cares? That's nope. cool. And like, <laughs> I like the predator dog that they sh- lobotomized by shooting into yeah, the head. I, that was their that ally. That doesn't come back. The, <laughs> the joke that they make about Nebraska not being able to <laughs> kill anything that he shoots in the head. I don't remember that. Oh my god! I didn't k- pick so up on that joke. Nebraska is the one that walks up to him and shoots yep. him right in the head, yeah. and oh. then that's the dog that ends up not being dead. Oh, because of and what he's he did. He's the guy that tried to <laughs> shoot himself. In the head. Uh. <laughs> Dark humor right yes. there. 
Somebody makes a joke. I think it's the. Um, I remember this now. I think it's the guy yeah. with the um, Tourette's. Is the guy that makes that Thomas joke. Thomas Jane, I think, is the actor who plays him. Yeah. He, he played the Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. That's a great offhanded joke. There were a lot of like quick offhanded jokes that really got me. Um, like especially Sterling K. Brown's death. Not to spoil that for anyone. Um, you might even spoil this yeah, whole blinking, movie. You'll miss it. Yeah. Um, I, I do like Nebraska's death, where he jumps into yep. an engine. Also, this is really cool. Um, Jake Busey is in this movie. Yeah. Who? You wouldn't know this. Okay. Uh, you haven't seen Predator oh, Two. You haven't seen so, the, one. Uh, the scientist in um like the good scientist who's working with Sterling K Brown the mm-hmm. one who's like blonde and kind of looks like uh Gary Busey yeah is Gary Busey's son Jake Busey okay Gary Busey um played the human antagonist in Predator 2 oh okay and he gets killed by the predator awesome yes. so it was just really cool cuz i saw him and i was like i bet you that's and it's supposed to be his son it's just cute and fun that's and cool that's it's not something that they address so it's neat like that's the type of fan service that i like where it's yep. like i recognize this actor that's the actor like it's it's meta thing because yep. like yeah. that's the son of an actor who's in the last movie or not the last movie in a movie from 1990 yep. 20 years later or whatever cool this movie 30 years later 30 28 holy crap holy shit World. <laughs> yeah i was like 1990 that's about when i was born <laughs> Oof. Oh my God. um I, I, I want to say something that has nothing to do with the movie and is just kind of an anecdote that I think you two will find interesting. I don't even know if it needs to go in the episode. Um, when we went to see The Predator, friend of the podcast, Jen and I. Um, Your movie partner. We sat down. We were there a little early. And I looked over because I kept hearing noises like behind me, like someone was on their phone or something. But it was before it was before the movie. So I was like, whatever. But I kept hearing it. And once I finally pinpointed where it was coming from, I looked over and I see at the very end of our row, this guy, probably in his late 30s, with his like nine-year-old daughter. And her phone was on full volume and she was playing a game. And that's the sounds I kept hearing. Okay. And I was like, okay, why the hell? First of all, I turned to Jen and I go, why the hell does this guy have his daughter here? And Tiffany's got a story for you. Why the fuck is she on her phone full volume? So we get to the trailers and they're still there and her her thing's still full volume. And I'm like, I I turn to Jen and I go, is he going to ever like get her off the phone or like at least turn it down? Like what? And she's like, I don't fucking know. I don't care. (laughs) She didn't give a shit. And then the movie starts still on her phone. Full blast. Like five minutes into the movie, somebody walks over, and I barely heard the conversation. But the person was like, um, "Can can you stop like the phone thing?" And the guy was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then the other person goes, "Why is she even here?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I was thinking. Like yeah. this is a super violent movie. So we saw can the I, predator. Can I tell the story? Please go, Tiffany. So we saw this movie. We walk into the theater and we were by ourselves. And the first people that walk into the theater is a dad and his son's probably 12. Yeah. yeah. 12, 11, 11 12, 12, 13. Just at the cusp of yeah. like, yeah. we're going to see we're a rated R movie it, with, with, dad. with dad. It's going to yeah. be fun. Yep. So then the movie, it's about, I don't even know if it was before the trailers. So there's a guy, a woman, and their seven to nine year old daughter. <laughs> oh my God. 
in the movie. And and the crazy thing, and and I was like, when you say a guy, a girl, oh, a guy, a woman, and a daughter, you mean a grandpa, a, a mom, mom, and a, and a, and a, and a daughter. daughter. Oh, okay. yeah, like yeah. this was three generations. Definitely, Jesus. yeah. Sorry. Um, and I was like, maybe they're in the wrong theater. I don't know what. And like, the movie happens, and it was fine. And I was like, I was like, Dwight, I guarantee you, ten minutes in those movies, this girl's screaming. But like, we were walking out of the theater behind them, and she's like, Mom, I didn't cry. And she was like, I'm like, does she like Predator? Oh my I'm god! I'm like, what it, the fuck is happening? I, I'm not one to tell people how to raise their kids, but no. what the fuck? <laughs> it it is absolutely mind blowing. Like not. Like the kids behind us, yeah, you're 11, 12. Like, yeah, I that I mean, other than like the language, this really wasn't. It's violent, it's but violent, like, but it's CG violent. All the blood enough. is CG, which yeah. Yeah. bothers me for reasons. Yep, but yep. um, so it's like there's a level of like almost video gaminess to it yep. because that's, you can look at the blood mm-hmm. and you're like, that's clearly fake. Yep, yep, yep. but it's still overly violent. Oh yeah, I, I would say the language was was. More way worse. The, it was almost distracting. Like they said, "fuck", fuck in like lot. every sentence, oh, yeah. and it was. Part of me was like, "Okay, are, is this like a, not a commentary, but like poking fun at it?" Like because it was so yeah. prevalent. Oh yeah. yeah, like every other word was "fuck." And I mean, I'm not one to care about language mm-hmm. usually, but like if I noticed it, mm-hmm. I have a very bad mouth. Yep. And if it jumps out to me, then I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit much." See, that would be the like. The violence, like I, I kind of like, eh, I don't like. I think sometimes that goes over kids' heads, but I think the language is what sticks yep. more often. So that's what I was more shocked than like, you just took your your nine year old daughter, seven year old daughter, this movie, and there every other word is an f bomb. I'm like, yeah. uh, okay, all right, I'm glad, that's I'm, cool. I'm glad we had similar. That's experience. so, it's so weird. surreal that we both had that that's exact so same weird. or close experience. But I, I think I think the guy that it was in my theater was just didn't want to pay for a babysitter. Yeah, that's how it yeah. seemed. Because, because, more because she was on her phone. The, like he was gonna let her be on her phone the whole time. Which is like, do you? Okay, if it's bothering everybody else in the theater, which yep. it clearly was, how is that noise not bothering you, who's directly next yep. to it? When I was <laughs> also, we're not parents, but I can True. imagine. Like, if you are a parent, mm-hmm. you get to the point where you're like, just play on your fucking phone and leave me alone. I'm trying to watch my movie. I don't care. That's very possible. Yeah. But I don't know about you guys. Um, so in the 90s, when uh, we would take road trips, for example, yep. we would have these little, this is pre-us having Game Boys, we would have the Tiger Electronics oh, yeah. little handheld games. Did you ever play those? They were little LCD yep. games. I had Aladdin and I had, um, my sister had the Kermit the Frog on a skateboard one. I had a Ninja Turtles and a Contra one. And, mm-hmm. a, and a, a Gina had like a, Gina's my sister, she had like a Lion King one. Yep. We had a bunch yep. of them. They yep. were like the $5 cheapo games. And you if, could move, you could do like two things. You could like yes. move up and down. They were like little, yeah. If if we played those games with the sounds on, yep. both of my parents... I'm gonna. This is hyperbole. They didn't really do this. They would go fucking ballistic. <laughs> they would be like, "Shut that thing!" And they weren't this yeah. bad rude. Yeah. But it was always like, "Turn off the sound." Just, they would just smack turn off you the and, and they would start crying. They would beat me and like they would like throw me out of the car and like but they, the they tied me up is, and I drag me behind but it. That's a different time. So when we grew up, like our parents didn't grow up with electronic devices. Yeah. So now True. people are growing up and like that's just white noise now. But like it's, it's right. white noise. It's like yep. we all are on our phones. We're watching videos. We are playing games, and that's white noise. So yep. that that is not going to distract 
me like if I'm in the car, I'm probably on my phone too playing something in my you know, if my kids are in the back, my yeah. hypothetical future children are in the back playing it's not gonna bother me because I'm doing True. my own thing. The L C D things also is not a good one to one because those things were shrill. Yeah. Like they, they were yeah. eardrum piercing. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, it's a different time, but yeah. So we've become a podcast about parenting. <laughs> parenting. Yeah. Um, so uh, 21 tips on how to raise your kids. <laughs> yes. First off, don't, don't bring, take them to rated R movies. <laughs> don't bring them to The Predator. From three people who don't have kids. Yes. Like there are some rated R movies that you could get away with depending <laughs> on what they're rated R for. Yeah. Um, I totally would show my kid Jaws. Well, Jaws is only rated PG, so yep. kids are allowed to I was watch it. Say. No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, by today's standards, if that came out today, that would probably be, oh, maybe PG-13. I don't think it, I think it would be PG-13. 13. Well, J- Jaws isn't one of the reasons why the PG-13 no, rating know, was created, I know, I know. but Spielberg is yeah. one of the reasons why yeah. it was created. I believe it was... Close Encounters? Uh, no, it was um, not Raiders. What was the second one? Temple of Doom. Temple, Temple of Doom, uh, and I think Gremlins were the two movies. Joe yeah, well, that specifically were the cause of the PG thirteen. I think those were the two movies. Mm-hmm. All right, I would it was totally definitely an Indiana my Jones movie. Gremlins. Gremlins is so true, but like there was some violence in Gremlins. There's not that much blood, but Gremlins is so good. But the ending of that, like the whole um, yeah, I know it's when the Gremlin is or when Spike Stripe is melting and like scary. Ah, I love movie. that the, all the movies that I just called out were PG. <laughs> Sorry, well, because not they were R. made before the PG thirteen. I know, and R and yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah, go see Predator go or see. don't. I like, I don't really yeah. care. I like just it. don't bring your kids. Would you recommend it? Depending on the person, yeah. um, I would recommend it. I think if you're looking for just a good romp in the theater, like I think people will laugh. I think people will enjoy some of the action. Don't go in expecting a, a gem of a story. <laughs> Definitely not. But overall, like, I had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can really say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Same. What about you, Tiffany? I 100% echo that. Um, and I think if you have seen the other movies, even if you've only seen one of the other three movies, I think it's enough for you to go by and to... to to what understand if, the coolness of the Predator. What if I've only seen uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem? I don't know. I haven't I know. seen That's them. That's the a, best Predator movie. Yes. And um, Predator's are better than Aliens. I do not recommend this movie. Okay. That's not true. I'm just <laughs> trying to be contrarian. Uh, this movie was a ton of fun. Uh, yeah. You got to go into it knowing what to expect. The yep. name of the movie is The Predator. This is not Shakespeare. No. Uh, have fun. <laughs> enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, it was It was a blast. I really, really enjoyed it. We had other things. Oh, there was a pin that I I put oh, in mentally oh. earlier that okay. I I um. Would you like to pull it out? I would like to pull it out. We talked about Jacob Tremblay in the room and, and the and room, and I would like to talk about the Captain Marvel trailer. Okay. Yeah. One of yeah. us in this room likes uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I know. I have so, so, feelings. So um, for people Ooh, that look don't at this. know, that's an advertisement for a Thor watch. Tiffany, can you buy me this no. Thor watch, please? Oh. For people who don't know. It's powered um, by light. This this past <laughs> week, the Captain Marvel trailer dropped for the upcoming movie starring Brie Larson and de-aged Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and de-aged whoever played... Greg? Clark, whoever Clark plays Greg. Coulson. Uh, uh, yeah, Clark Gregg. Nice. Um, the trailer dropped, and the first thing I thought when I saw it was, I wonder what Tiffany thinks oh, about this. Man. Because Tiffany is, uh, for those of you who don't know, Tiffany yeah. is obsessed <laughs> with Captain Marvel. Um, 
I think I'm more obsessed with Carol Danvers than I am okay. Captain Marvel. Okay. If we're going to get technical. Uh, obsessed with Carol Danvers. Uh, I've seen her dress up as Captain Marvel before. Yep. Um, yep. So, so yep. I haven't heard your feelings about this yet. Oh, my God. How have we not talked this about this? This is absolutely. Oh, this, wow. This is a candid interview. This is a hot take. <laughs> this, this is, is a, a hot, hot take. take. Just okay. Dwight is choking on ice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let me preface my opinions with. This is my this is my superhero. Yep. I have been waiting for this or anything like this to happen when I first started reading the comic. Dwight bought me the first um, comic when she was relaunched in 2012 Solid. with the new mantle. Yep. So so yeah. So Miss Marvel. It was the first run of Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, with Dexter okay. Soy as the yes. art. Solid. So and it was after Miss Marvel had kind of. Because Miss Marvel was a thing. Miss Marvel was a thing going back to the 60s, uh, 70s. Carol Danvers herself, Carol Danvers proper was introduced in the 60s, yep. I believe. She had yeah. got her own solo uh, series yep. in the 70s. Um, first introduction of Mystique was actually in, in Miss Marvel's oh, cool. uh, story mm-hmm. or her, her book. Um, and then in the 2000s, when Marvel did a massive relaunch, once Brian Michael Bendis came in and kind of like reshaped the, the shape of the Marvel Universe after Avengers disassembled. Um, specifically after House of M, there Carol mm-hmm. got her oh, own. When Scarlet Witch killed everybody. Uh, no mutants. She killed all the mutants. Miss um, <laughs> Marvel. Yeah, Carol Danvers as Miss Marvel got her own solo series, which lasted for fifty issues, yep. and it kind of really reinvented the character mm-hmm. for modern times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I think that lasted until like two thousand nine. Um, yeah, and then in two thousand and twelve, they relaunched. She, they the relaunched it, and she took up the mantle. Of Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. And it's a whole thing, and it's really good. And and it was really good, and Kelly Sue DeConnick was awesome. And then it changed writers twice. I think they're on their third writer now. So it's been something. Whatever. My favorite character. I'm super, super, super pumped. And then the trailer comes out, and I am left feeling, eh. Mm. Why? <laughs> I don't like trailers, so I hate trailers. So I am not somebody who seeks them out. But I'm this in this case, I made an exception. You couldn't have avoided this one. And like I a thousand people were like, "Did you see this came yeah. out?" And that's why I feel bad. And I'm just like, I, I didn't love it. Um, and this is something that sounds so stupid. I am so not on the Brie Larson train. Ooh. I like her. We watched a, a, a clip, a bunch of YouTube clips with her. She's funny. She's hilarious. I think she's wonderful. I just don't like her. She is not what I envision for Carol Danvers. Mm. Hashtag not my Carol Danvers. Hashtag not my captain. Hashtag not uh, my and captain. And it's nothing wow. against her at all. I think she's 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 somebody I'd want to hang out with. I follow her on Instagram. She's very weird and quirky and fun, and I like her. She's just there's just something about her that's almost like too cute, and like her hair is all wrong, and it's just something is just it's off for me. Mm. And it makes me kind of sad. I don't think we've seen her do enough as Acting. the character yet. Yeah. We haven't well, seen her have yeah. like like do yeah. anything with purpose and yep. agency yep. yet. Yep. It's all just been like flashes in a trailer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's like you were saying. You don't like trailers. No, this I know. I don't enough to really form an opinion on her performance. You got to so. see her punch an old lady though. That was no, the I know. best part. That was so good. And that's why I'm going. I'm going strictly based on. The yeah. visual and your look. gut reaction, yeah. And obviously, I know trailers and whatever, but like, and everything's not done. But like, just even her voice, it's just very like everything is almost like I want to say cute, like she's shooting her her you know energy out of her hands and on top of the I don't know the dr- a 
train or a bus or something. Looks like a train to me. Or something. And um, she's just like, her face is just like, eh. Like, I'm like, uh. Hmm. Again, it's not, we're not seeing the full thing. We're not seeing everything. It's just, my hot take was just like. Does it make you less excited for the movie? It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. I think the there's some visuals in this trailer, like some of the shots that are really, really pretty and mm-hmm. big and sweeping, particularly like, you know, in the aircraft mm-hmm. hangar and stuff. It's some of it's really, really beautiful yeah. and epic looking. And I like, I mean, I don't know how nineties it feels, I guess, but I like kind of the, the, it does kind of have that gritty kind of nineties colors and feels to it. I like and the blockbuster. S- I like fuck <gasps> that. Thank you. Blockbuster in this movie. Like, it's like, I get uh, it. They're in I a pitch it. room. Uh, guys, how do we make this seem like the 90s? <laughs> well, Blockbuster has uh, 100% Blockbuster. become the shorthand for yeah, you guys are in the, the fucking 90s. Yeah. Deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. But the scrolls look amazing. Yeah. Yes. The scrolls look they're amazing. They're barely in the trailer, but oh, the, so the pictures they've released to them yeah. look that was we'll see okay so that was my initial first hot take sorry i'm like commandeering this thing this is yours was no, this, the, this is literally the point of this segment <laughs> was the entertainment weekly cover that i happened to get in the mail because i have a free subscription and i was just like this is captain marvel like this th- this is what i'm supposed to be excited about like her suit looks good it was just so terribly photoshopped and i'm like this fucking sucks hmm. like it's just not i mean uh just crappy Photoshop and colors and thing. I don't, I don't know. Just not. But the scrolls. The scrolls are great. And I was gonna ask Dwight, how did you feel seeing Chris Hemsworth the first time as Thor? Like, well, did you did you have a similar experience where you were like, ah, I don't well, know about that. This. this is interesting because we were actually talking about this kind of um, after we watched yeah. the Captain Marvel trailer because we both watched it at work and then we came home and we were talking about it and I put it on the big screen for the first time and it looked good. And Tiffany asked me this question, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I, I remember being very excited for it, mm-hmm. but it's so weird because it was only seven years ago, mm-hmm. um, but it was such a different time. Like Thor was the fourth movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. and it was only the third one that was introducing a new character. You had Iron Man, Hulk, which doesn't even count anymore. Does yeah. anyone count the first Hulk as part of even being a part of the MCU? Yeah. No, it's it's Edward Norton. It yeah. doesn't connect to anything. Yeah, yeah. Ross is the only connective tissue at this point. So it was really the second movie, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, um, or the second introduction of a character. So like having Thor show up on screen, and even in the trailer, was so original novel and unique and i was like mm-hmm. super pumped and excited because i was finally seeing my interpretation of of, of this mm-hmm. whereas like you've had 10 years of marvel superhero movies so like you've had this large anticipation also like but it doesn't change the fact that not that i don't care about the other movies but i don't care about them as much as i care i'm not invested in them as much as i'm invested in this mm-hmm. this I, is my character this is my comic this is my storyline I, I think also so Another, what I'm also trying to say mm-hmm. here is it was so new that yeah. like yeah. there was no way this could be bad and so I yep. was like super excited mm-hmm. and super into it. and at this point we have gotten a couple of duds not necessarily in the Marvel stuff but mm-hmm. the DC Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe is in, in flames right now yeah. except for Wonder Woman I but know. like Lots I can't of... imagine someone's favorite superhero being Batman right now. Like yeah. that must, it must be suck. that it must, it must be, be so rough. disappointing, Corey. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going with that. <laughs> wow. Or, like, can you imagine if your favorite superhero is like 
Harley Quinn or yeah. uh, it's a bad Aquaman. example but or Aquaman like, the, like the, that Aquaman movie looks so bad it looks so, so bad. dumb it looks I, I think I've said this I don't know if I've said it on the podcast but like the people who wrote that movie must be so pissed that Black Panther came out because yep. it is the exact plot of we Black Panther in reverse we talked about that when Judd was on the yeah. podcast um, but to go back to your initial question yeah. no I was super excited to see mm-hmm. Thor it was like the exact down to the costume I was like that is the mm-hmm. costume that is the one that I, I fell yeah. in love yeah. with because yeah. it was um, Oliver Copel's design mm-hmm. and it was like exactly what I wanted in a Thor costume and like the um, it was our first time seeing anything kind of cosmic with the yeah. outer space and seeing Asgard represented yep. and yep. you got to see some really cool action stuff the trailer that we watched also was a little bit more it told a little bit more of the story as opposed to Chris the Captain Hemsworth Marvel. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. <laughs> as opposed to the Captain Marvel trailer, which is, it, it's not telling anything about the plot. It's yep. just kind of giving, it's setting a tone. Well, I was going to Which comment. trailers are liars about tones well, anyway, so who gives yeah, a yeah, shit? Yeah, but sorry. Wow. I got really mad up with the Meg. We were here when I was talking about that. Steam, really angry. Not to steamroll over you, but even just going back and watching a trailer from 2007, or what's not 2007? 2011. I think it's 2011. 2011? 2011? I keep, Getting, I keep wanting to go back to 2007. 2007 for is some Tiffany's. Is, uh, it was like Tiffany's magic year. <laughs> 2011 was 2011, four. which was seven years ago. Oh my god, I can't numbers. But uh, <laughs> I totally forgot where. Oh, trailers! How different trailers have gotten in less than a decade. Yep. Yeah. The, the Thor trailer was like the cheesy text. I mean, not that that still doesn't happen, but you're like it was a plot. Like so, yeah. if you take a you take like the trailer for like the Predator, then you take the tra- you know what I mean? Like yeah. just seeing how trailers from the '80s versus the '90s, and then yeah. early you know 2000s, and then something like this. Trailers now are like their own art. What, when did Definitely. movies stop having voiceover or trailers stop having voiceover? Almost like that in a world where well, like just, that type just of stuff ever like early like 90s any maybe? voiceover because well the, this what do you mean by voiceover? Do you mean like an omnipresent do... like God yeah. or right, like because right, right, right. well, the Captain to... Marvel one has Nick Fury doing. A voice right, right, but that's no, that's, no, that's no. dialogue that's from, from the movie. movie. Like I just mean like outside Chris Hemsworth dialogue. is Thor. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Watch what these guys get up to in the crazy antics of Thor. I feel like it might have been like in the mid two thousands for comedies, like okay. Tiffany's riffing yeah. on right now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Rob Schneider or like like Adam Sandler had a bad day at work, and I feel yeah. like it was an Adam know, Sandler early, comedy. Nineties, early two thousands, maybe. I don't okay. know. It is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good yeah. question. You know, um, this is not inside baseball, but it's something that I know. We know, Tiffany and I at least have one friend I know that actually works in Hollywood cutting trailers. Mm-hmm. So, like, the people who are making trailers nowadays are probably people roughly our age. So, yeah. they're yeah. cutting. And so, the, obviously, the editing style is going to shift with the generation of mm-hmm. people or just the people who are creating them. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it's. Yeah, so I, I, said, I so want, it's much more artistic. Exactly. To do a trailer. So, I, I wonder, like, it's less of a. Um, job and mm-hmm. more of like a you know trying to get creative with it yeah mm-hmm. i'm yeah this is doing an immense but disservice to everyone who's cut trailers before the year 2010 know, yeah so I but i do yeah. want to comment but on what fuck you, those people yeah they're jerks <laughs> i do want to comment on what you said about yours like oh i saw thor and his costume and it was great and i feel like this is just this movie coming out now having 10 years of movies where they're like we're gonna tweak the backstory and we're gonna do this and like they're almost doing they're trying to make it too much their own thing, mm. but they're like, we're going to do her costume, but we're going to do it completely, kind mostly the same, but kind of different. Like, I feel like the Thor costume, the Thor, it, it's so true to the comic books. And not that the Captain Marvel one isn't, well, but it's just like, they're like, we're going to update it and make it 
its own thing. Well, and it's like, well, why? Let's be fair. Thor, mm-hmm. Thor as a character has, he was from, I want to say 63. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a real Thor fan because I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Monster. Yeah, right. We're going to gatekeep but, he, but he's from 63 and he has had Decades, ton, tons of decades of, of, of costumes. Yep. Um, this yep. interpretation of Captain Marvel yeah, came yeah, yeah. out in 2012. Yep. yep. So yep. she's only had really the one costume. She's only had, like, there I'm hasn't been a bunch about, of years. I'm not even talking about, because all the colors there, all that. I'm just even talking about just like the, the. it's like almost like a utility suit well, versus well, like a superhero. Like What I was trying to say is like Thor's costume in the movies it's not one-to-one to anything it's oh, kind of like an it. amalgamation of a bunch yeah, of stuff yeah, whereas yeah. so like any deviation from what she has mm-hmm. is very noticeable because it's not the com it's not the costume she hasn't had a bunch of stuff but i, I, I mean, at the yes same time and, like yes and no it's like then then i know this is like super so stupid and nitpicky but it's like if that's all you have use that and 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 stay you know what i mean that's what i feel like but i think they were trying know. to make it more not realistic but like you can't have just a spandex suit you I need don't know. you need I to also, make it look i also don't like the greens i don't i don't know like cap's costume from the first movie that's nothing like what cap used to wear i know it, it was, i know i'm just it's being a little grittier. i'm just being yeah. nitpicky because it's just so many okay. things bother me fun. about this trailer um I'm I'm gonna side with Tiffany on this one, okay? Because I know what it's like to get really nitpicky about your favorite superhero being in a movie. Oh. I'm and, not trying to like argue. And then, or no, no, no. no, 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 no. But yeah. but like I under I totally understand because my favorite superhero is Deadpool. Yep. And yep. I was super excited about the Deadpool movie coming oh, out a couple this. years ago. I was so excited. That first like fight mm-hmm. scene that they leaked looked super cool. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds getting cast in the role absolutely perfect yep. and then i saw it in theaters and everyone was like this movie's amazing and i was like no this movie sucks Aww. how frustrating was it for people to come to you yep. the deadpool guy yeah. and be like, wasn't the movie great it, and you were like no i hated it it was so frustrating and yep. i i've really warmed on the movie like mm-hmm. it's it's fine like i don't mm-hmm. i still don't think it's amazing but i think it's okay um i i i hated it when i walked out of the theater yeah. i was so upset because it didn't match the Deadpool that I well, like. It wasn't you like the yeah. Liefeld Deadpool from the early nineties, like, right? Grittier yeah. and I like grittier, like mercenary Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one came became slapsticky, like Duggan, uh Dugan, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Um, the Dugan Posein run or Dugan Posein yeah. run, which has really good parts to it, but it it, it wasn't my Deadpool. Yeah. So like watching this on screen, I was just like I and I got, like, and I got so yeah. nitpicky. Like yeah. a lot of my cr- <laughs> critiques were just like, "Yeah, that's not how it was in the comics." Like pushing up my glasses and being like, "Yeah, that doesn't really uh, make sense." Which I do. You think that comes from being so spoiled for movies, though? Because when Thor came out, that Thor origin is nothing. There's no Donald Blake. It's yep. nothing like yeah. the comics. It's yeah. it's it's completely new and original and and nothing like you know. I mean, I could have easily been pushing up my glasses at it, but I think it was just part of, like, I was so excited to be getting a Thor right. movie mm-hmm. that uh, while I did have some issues with it, it's still one of, like, the best interpretations yeah. of Thor. Like, it, it might be... You're, you might be onto something. Like, superhero fatigue has, yeah, like, maybe. made us want to have the perfect, like, Avengers movie for all of our favorite heroes, and <laughs> Tiffany and I are just got there late to the party i think we're jaded i think for me too so like obviously my other favorite thing is beauty and the beast and i was very Mm -hmm. nitpicky about that too although i kind of was i I enjoyed that one but i think where 
you, Dwight, have so many different things that you're really, really passionate about and really interested in and know a lot about. And like, this is like one of my things that I'm like, you know what I mean? I have a strong opinion about it. Yep. And I usually, you know, I'm like, oh, I like Doctor Who. Like, oh, you know, I'm kind of indifferent about, you know. Like Power Rangers. Or Power Rangers. Like, I love Power Rangers, actually. I finally watched the Power Rangers <laughs> movies and I get to listen to the podcast. Side note, we want, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> I liked you know. It. Me too. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, cool. side note. But <laughs> I like, had to convince her on the podcast. She was telling me that she hated yes. it. Yes. And then we'll we'll go back. To, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come we'll back to this. Pin. But like you know, you love Ninja Turtles and all these things, and you have a lot of things. And I'm like, I like Ninja Turtles, and I like Power Rangers, and I like you know superheroes. But like this, I feel like is one of those one things that I love, and it's just not going to be what I want. Yep. And it's frustrating. That's totally fair. There are a lot of things. Like, I feel like everybody has that one yeah. thing that not necessarily, like, you don't want it to ever be made into a mm-hmm. movie, but, mm-hmm. like, you know that if it's done wrong, yeah. you're just going to hate it. Yep. Uh, I feel like everybody has one yeah. or two of those, like, immediately that comes to mind that they're just like, if anybody ever tried to make that into mm-hmm. a movie, I would be fucking pissed. Yeah. I should take a uh, picture, but I mean, I literally have a Captain Marvel uh, Tsum Tsum plush that my sister got me for Christmas that I sleep I'm, with in bed. I'm pretty like, sure I've seen you dressed up as Captain Marvel. <laughs> like, this yeah. is my... This Multiple is, versions of Multiple Captain. versions, yeah. yep. So, it's just... it's, And, like... I don't want to tell people like stop sending me stuff and asking me about it, but I'm like I know Rude. like it's just it, it's so frustrating to look at those people and be like, well I don't like it. No, but it, it's like with the Deadpool thing for Alex. Yeah. It's like you are the expert on this. Oh, I'm so definitely people... not an expert. I'm just a fan. Yeah, but Fine. you're not an expert. Hard, you're hardcore. You're fan. not an expert. Fine, I couldn't expert, tell you who she fought and whatever issue, and I could. I, I just like her you're as a passionate character. Passionate about it, and mm-hmm. so people who are experiencing this for the first time, mm-hmm. know that you like mm-hmm. it, and so they're coming to you for what What do you think about this because I know you're invested in it. Yeah. So it's not like they're trying to do it to oh, like, no, annoy no, I, you oh, or I obviously I just, I just feel bad when other people yeah. are almost like excited for me, and yep. I'm just like, I'm not yeah. excited for this. It's like when we were in college, we had a friend named John who... He he told us stories about how he literally broke his Transformers, um, the movie from 1987 <laughs> VHS, because he watched it so many times. Oh like like wow. he, he wore it out. Yep. And so after the Transformers movie came out, everyone was asking him, what did you think? And he was like, it was a piece of shit. But yeah, I remember I remember that now. Yeah. Like, no Transformers. So like it, yeah. it, this is just a, it's an interesting thing that people do when they know that you like something. Like mm-hmm. they look to you, not for approval, but no. like they are like, I want to share in this passion yep, with yep, you. Yep, and so it, yep. it's easy for something like bad example, but when the Bay turtles came out, like mm-hmm. it's really easy for like mm-hmm. me to get like, oh, this sucks. I this remember not- being so excited. Cause we walked out of boyhood and I was mm-hmm. like, I, cause I knew you love turtles and I'm like, you want to go see the new Ninja turtles movie? And you were like, like didn't even skip a beat. You're like, yeah, yeah. let's go. And then when we walked out of the movie, I was I just felt so Aww. bad because of how terrible that movie was. It had a couple of good moments. Two but good moments. On, yeah. The the down the hill stuff. Yep. And the, the Splinter fight? Splinter fight. It was yep. interesting. The rest of it was garbage. Splinter fighting with his tail. It, it, it was it, cool. It looked great. Yeah. I have one more thing about the Captain Marvel thing and yes, talking yes, about. Because I'm thinking about the, the link Derek sent me today. And there's like this beautiful gorgeous captain marvel sweatshirt yep. hoodie that's like 70 dollars. i'm like oh. but the the only good thing that's coming out of not i shouldn't say the only good thing i'm not i'm being harsh no, but no, one of the great hyperbole. things the one of the great things that's coming out of this is all of the merch yep. so now i see every comic book store i go into it's like 
you know, bestsellers and it's like a Captain Marvel comic book. Yeah. And then, the, you know, there's so many different things, especially too with the Marvel Rising movie slash show that I don't actually know if it's a movie or a show <laughs> on Disney XD. Because I thought it was a show and then I'm like, it's a movie, but like she's in there. And so there's like a whole line of like, kids costumes this year at for halloween with squirrel yep. girl and awesome. um, spider gwen and kamala khan and you know carol's in the show so it's like there's all this like merch and exposure to this character that like when i was talking about her six years ago people were like who is that i don't know yep. who that is when you were talking about her at the end of infinity war people were like who yeah, is, who that? is yep. that and it's just been kind of cool to see you know, and I mean, it's not like Carol Danvers. She's been around since the '60s, and it's like it's it's nice to see a character that you love actually come into yeah. the public consciousness. Yeah. It's, it's Maybe not in the way that I want, but it, it is cool. It's great seeing like Carol Danvers for a while was considered like C yep. tier yep. in terms yeah. of like yep. Marvel characters. Yeah. No, yeah, and seeing them make a movie with her and like ha- seeing them really end infinity war on a teaser for her, for her yeah. was yeah. really what where i was like oh my god they yeah. they have really in more recent years positioned her as like the the lady face yep. of marvel mm-hmm. which is which is the smartest and like the coolest it's movie incredible it's incredible as a female it, to see that part of me okay this is gonna i'm gonna say words but yeah. i'm not trying to attack anything yeah, yeah, yeah. part of me is disappointed because it's all political because they are pushing aside people who have been around longer, mm-hmm. i.e. Mm-hmm. Storm, uh, Sue Storm, right. um, yep. all of yep. the X-Men because they don't have the movie rights right. to them. And like, not that I'm saying these people are more deserving yep. of, of no, Carol, no. but these are other characters that Marvel has, like I said, pushed to the side because yeah. of movie stuff. I, w- I was really happy to see the Wasp get such a big role yes. in yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Evangeline Lilly is um, awesome. I think Evangeline Lilly was She's great incredible. in that movie. Um, I would have liked to have seen her actually have a, even a bigger role. But like, yeah. I would like to see, have seen her in her, her own movie, movie. Or, Aven- a, or Avengers. I would She's like to incredible. She Avengers. I um, love, I love the Wasp. She's awesome. The other thing I was going to say too. Sorry, I'm interrupting you because this okay. is like my no, thing. You do but this. we had talked about when we watched the trailer. I was the other thing that I don't like is I feel like this is all. This is great. She's the first female lead superhero movie and all this stuff. It just all feels so pandering it's mm-hmm. her movie's coming out on international women's day and oh, is it, it really it is I didn't know march that. 19th march 19th whatever day it's coming out i don't I'm know a man. i'm I don't terrible know these things right wow but it's it's a joke oh it's fine it's a joke just keep editing you things out of this episode you can't joke about this episode's gonna be five minutes long because we're editing <laughs> it all out but it's just like it just a lot of the marketing not a lot. Of, just some of it just feels like, hey, hey guys, hey, hey, we're, we heard you. We're yeah. gonna give you this. We're gonna give like you this the, this the female led movie. Thing. I, I liked that, but it just yeah. feels like, hey guys, this is this is what you want. We're giving it's, you what you want. We're giving you a female led superhero movie. It's it's happening. It's happening. Coming out on it. We're we're making it come out now, on International Women's Day. How do you like that? And just like I fucking get it. Like just give me my goddamn movie. And I I liken it to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I want this movie to be. This movie is not going to be Wonder Woman for me. Mm. And Wonder Woman, I friggin' wanted to cry in that movie because I felt so strongly attached to it. And I don't even, I didn't even care about Wonder Woman. And that movie. Do you think that might be why you loved Wonder Woman so much? Because you didn't care about Wonder Woman? Possibly, but it's just, it was just such a cool thing to see on the screen. And it it felt like it wasn't being done to throw it in my face like right. oh you're a woman you you're Pandering. gonna like this strong female character i, I think it was that, a different feel i think the wonder woman's backstory lends itself mm-hmm. to a, a more naturally female driven movie because yep. captain yeah. marvel is kind of a 
you know, I'm not, I'm not getting this sense from the movie, but like she feels like a woman in a man's world. Like she, like inherently, mm-hmm. she has taken over a man's mantle. Whereas yep. Wonder Woman yep. is like yep. she comes from the the Amazon, so it's mm-hmm. just in general female centric, and so you're going to be getting those those themes of women empowerment from the get go, as opposed to. But those themes in Wonder Woman, and even in the advertising, have always felt very earned and very natural and very like just we're making this is here's our movie we're putting it out there Mm -hmm. and with the captain marvel stuff it just feels very like strong female woman here you go we're gonna have samuel l jackson narrate this entire thing just 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 in case you guys weren't it just feels like none of it's coming from her voice it's it's not like i want you know what i mean she had like three lines of dialogue in that whole trailer I don't and think it's that's just, entirely fair. Thor only had like two lines of dialogue. In I his. know, but it's just a weird. It just all feels weird, and like it's not being done. And I don't know what the right way is. It just feels like it's not being done in the right way. There, there is no right way. There you is literally no right cannot way. win. I saw a thing mm-hmm. similar to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Somebody like it was a uh, someone angry. I'm talking about I'm not angry. No, no, th- not you. I'm but passionate. this is someone on the internet was yeah. angry. I can't believe Captain Marvel only had 40 words of dialogue in her own trailer. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson got 60 words in in Captain Marvel's okay, trailer. And somebody's response to it was, "Oh, so now a man of color can't have oh, have more words." And it was just like, Stop. "Holy shit!" Stop it. Pump the brakes. Cut it Can out. we just enjoy movies, please? <laughs> no, but it's true. It's just you know, it's you can't win. You can't win, and it's it's really hard. I just want this movie to be, I want this movie to be the movie that I dream about, and it's not. I don't think it's gonna. I be hope for your sake that it is. I hope that it it, it comes out and I it's really do everything you want. Um, Marvel has a great track record. I, 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 know. I can't see them beefing this. I hope you I get the opposite of what I got with Deadpool because I, I was really super do. excited and I didn't yeah. like it. I hope you are very unexcited okay. and you love it. Okay, All me right. too. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking about it because I could talk about this for hours. Okay, I think that was a very interesting conversation. Yes, I'm, I'm glad I I'm glad Thank somebody you. mentioned totally, Jacob Tremblay. Yes. I totally forgot about it because I just was Thank you. so underwhelmed by it that it just and I do like that the Florkin is in the poster. Uh, could Chewy. you explain for I know what you're talking oh, sorry, about, but I know Florkin, Alex doesn't. I have so no. So in I don't know if you've seen online, but the the movie poster is awesome. Um, it's her. It's, it, the movie poster is actually really cool. But in the in the shadows, there's a cat butt, but it's mm. not a cat. It is a Flurkin, and her Flurkin's name is Chewy, and it's like some weird alien thing. And it yeah, okay. but it's named Chewy, and it's, it's like her. A- it's almost like Nibbler. Yeah, like it actually Futurama. is kind of okay. like Nibbler. It's like a an alien that's like it seems docile for a lot of it, but it can kind of. <laughs> it literally like a ten, giant tentacle thing like comes out of its mouth and it eats things and cool. it lays eggs and stuff and it it's but it's a it's the form of a cat. It's a florkin. <laughs> it's yeah, a florkin. Obviously, Nibbler. Yeah, so it's Very really cool. cool. I like that little. That was a nice little nod that they threw in there. That's awesome. And people were like going batshit crazy on the internet. Who was this cat? And I'm like. It's Chewy. Like, my sister tagged me in a thing. She's like, look at the cat butt. I'm like, it's a Flurkin. Mm. No big deal. My name's Tiffany. I don't think I'm an expert on things, but (laughs) I can pull out Flurkins out of my ass. Yeah. (laughs) Tiffany pushing up her glasses. Exactly. Yeah, you all missed it. actually. (laughs) The whole time she was um-actualing us with pushing up her glasses. It was very rude. Very condescending. You know, this episode turned around because this episode started with me getting shit on. Yeah, and then it and came back. Now you saved it. I yeah. saved it. Tiffany saves the episode. Nice. Tiffany saves the episode. Next. So very briefly, I would like to talk about a movie that Dwight and I went to see in theaters. Um, Ooh. So I like invited Dwight to go see a movie that I was very excited to see. Just 
in, in passing, I was just like, maybe Dwight would want to see it. Yeah. I invited him. Surprisingly, he said yes. Which is very <laughs> shocking for me. That is you very asked shocking. Me, you asked me after we finished recording our last episode. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was here for yeah. that. Cause, I, was, uh, I was shocked that you said yes. <laughs> I was shocked that I said yes, too. I was like, what did I just agree to? So we went to see um, Perfect Blue. Um, directed by so- Satoshi Kon, yep. um, which came out in 1997. They I re- think re- that's the reason I, I agree, because yep. we you had, we had talked yep. about it, and I was like, okay, I know Kon's work. Yep. I know it's really good. Yep. Because um, you mentioned the um, Every Frame of Painting when yep. I when I was like Satoshi Kon. Mm. Um, so Perfect Blue came out in 1997, originally. Um, so they re-released it for the 20th anniversary, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that might have been when it came out in America. That would make sense. Um Things don't come out in Japan and America at the same time. Especially not t- 20 yes, years ago. Especially not back then. So they released it as a 20th anniversary um, thing. Um, we went and saw the dubbed version. Yep. Um, Dwight had never seen it before. No, I, I have, like I said, I'm familiar with Cone's work. Um, I have seen Tokyo Godfathers yep. and I have seen the every frame of painting on his work, yep. which uh, is not a good representation of it, nope. but it was enough to like let me know about like the themes and, yep. and what he tends to do thematically and visually yep. with his work. So those of you who don't know, Satoshi Kon, uh, Kon, I'm not Kon, I'm Kon. never sure how to pronounce Satoshi it. Satoshi R.I.P. Um, yes. he, he sadly yes. has passed yeah, away. Yeah, he passed away about seven or eight years yeah, ago. I think it was 2010. 2010. Um, of cancer. Yeah, pancreas cancer. Pancreatic cancer, yeah. Um, So Satoshi Kon, um, generally regarded as one of the best directors in anime. Um, He directed four feature-length films. Um, Perfect Blue was his first film. And then he did Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers was his third. Okay, Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfathers, and Paprika. And he was working on his fifth film when he passed away. He also did a TV show. He he did a TV show called Paranoia Agent. Yep. And he did a couple short films, one of which is called Hello. um, Uh, Ohio. Ohio. I love. Which is Good Morning. I love that. Ohio. Um, Ohio's great, right? So. Um, if, you, if you have two minutes, go yes. watch Ohio. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's really, he, really good. He's a very prolific, um, e- even though he didn't go for so long, like he's well known I- I- in the anime industry, like mm-hmm. it, among the names of like Miyazaki. Yeah. Um, you'll hear Satoshi Khan. Um, I hadn't seen any of his movies until I saw Paprika probably six or seven years ago. And I loved it and went and watched all of his movies like nice. immediately. And they are all amazing. They're all, they all deal with very similar themes. They all have very similar visual mm-hmm. framework. Um, the, the editing is like spot on. So for those of you who don't know what Perfect Blue is, it's about um, a girl who is in a um, Japanese pop group who wants to quit the pop group to go into acting. That is... The general the that, that, that is the surface level plot of it. I wouldn't want to go into any more of it mm-hmm. because it is very elaborate. Yes. Um. So, what did you think, Dwight? First viewing. First viewing. Um. Okay. Initial thoughts. Whoever set this uh this video up or this movie up uh has the wrong aspect ratio. Yes. yes. Oh, no. So uh, this is nothing to do with the movie, but whoever was the projectionist, um, at least the top eighth and bottom yep. eighth of the frame was cut off to the point where sometimes there'd be like text for like what something was supposed to be like, cause uh, like a sign yep. would be like cut off. And, yep. ooh, so um, I think I figured out what that is. Mm-hmm. So 
most movies nowadays, I'm gonna forget the the two. Um, there's scope and there's there's cinema scope and there's there, um there's scope and then there's um there's another one. Okay. So there's different lenses for the cameras. Okay. I used to be a projectionist yes. and I can't remember the terms. There's scope and then there's another one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> movies aren't really made in the other one anymore, so they probably don't need to switch lenses, lenses on anymore. cameras anymore. Uh, but because this movie came out 20 years ago, it was probably supposed to be on the other lens. Uh, that makes sense. And they just didn't swap it. It like it didn't. It overall didn't detract yes. from the movie um, because after a while, my brain just filled it, in the blanks. It was and just mildly it. irritating at the beginning. Yes. yes. So this movie, uh, it was a, it was phenomenal. Yep. Um, I'd never seen it before. Like I've said, um, the animation. There's something about. 90s animation yep. yeah. it just looks yep. so like i don't want to it looks like thick yep. and it looks real like really drawn and cone has this amazing style where he doesn't overly anime anything like yep. they look like real people um the story was fantastic uh if you know anything about Cohn's work he often deals with dualities mm -hmm. and he deals with um fantasy versus reality yep. um and there are twists and turns in this movie where you don't know exactly like what's going on. Like it dips from like a TV show to, to reality to maybe a dream. And it's it's the editing is so tight and so fast and frantic that you get literally like seen whiplash, yep. just how, how quickly you're pulled between things and, 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 ju and jumping back and forth, is, especially towards the end of the it film. It is intentionally disorienting. Yes. And by by the time you get to the end, though, you feel satisfied. You're like, 100%. okay, I was so confused for a minute, but now that I'm at the end, I'm like, I think I've got this. This, this movie left me feeling full. Yeah, like it was like I'd eaten a, a good meal. And, like and I'm not even kidding. Like tenders? yeah, yeah. Well, no, and, uh, well, chicken tenders made me feel sick. It's like, only <laughs> 80 minutes long, which like shocked so you long. at the end. At the end, and like. Thinking about it, there are a few movies that I've seen where that are two hours long where I'm like, oh my god, it felt like it was like five hours long. Yeah. And I say that as a complaint. This movie felt like a full feature length film, yeah. like two and a half hours long, but it was only 80 minutes. You told me that and I was like, no, 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 that can't be right. Well, it's, the, it's so dense. So, so at the end of the movie, they showed an interview with Satoshi Khan yeah. um, talking about the movie. And he says, it's and he 80 says minutes. it's eighty minutes twice, and I, I was like, it was only eighty minutes, and you were like, no, there's no way it was no. only eighty minutes, and I looked it up, and I'm like, yep, yep. it's it's so it it was it was fantastic, like, and just the 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 characterization, um, we like you said we watched it dubbed, so the voice acting was very good. Yep. If this is the original recording, I'm amazed that they they gave it that sort of like love treatment and passion yep. because usually mm -hmm. animated movies at that time m no less. Japanese animated yep. movies were kind of a, they were a novelty. They weren't really taken seriously, from what I can remember. Yep. Um, I was too well, young to really like. Well, that's why all the Studio Ghibli movies have two American dubs. The the because, original whatever because they one. got the original whatever one, and, and then, then once people one. were like, "Oh, Miyazaki's great." They were like, okay, Disney, let's get big name yep, actors let's, let's in. Let's bring Matt let's, Damon in to play yep. the, the ship captain in one so, scene. So they re they redubbed everything for um, the re-releases re in like the late nineties, early two thousands yep. of all of his like eighties stuff. Yeah. So this one maybe was like on the tail end of like people realizing that anime yeah. or the tail beginning yes. of it. But it was like I don't want to say much without spoiling it, but just like the okay, just the opening sequence was 
so beautiful yes. because it, it it's cutting between our main character's last performance as a pop star with just the mundanity of her everyday life yeah. and just the juxtaposition of like we were talking about earlier the duality of it um was beautiful and it was just slow and it let the sequences breathe and it was beautifully rendered and that one shot of i don't remember his name but he looks like uh, a disgusting husk of a human oh yeah um uh, he like this guy who's like he's volunteering or something like that and he's like holding the lead character yep. in his hand yep. and just with that one shot cone's a goddamn genius yep. just like holding that like that shot of him holding her in his palm is like tells you everything you need to about this yep. guy with two shots yep. of him yep. it's amazing visual storytelling and that's the first scene of the movie and everything just gets um, like so much better from there on and the scene transitions and just the little details like that's yeah. kind of the, um, the advantage of having this animated is you don't need to worry about um well obviously you need to worry about continuity but like it's a lot harder i feel to miss continuity yep. uh because like, it's all drawn exactly so like oh shit we missed something let's just go and, bloop and yep. add it as opposed to like a reshoot or something this movie was great. It, Thank it, you so much a, for inviting yeah. me. You're making I, me sad because I was also invited yes. at the last minute, and yep. I was like, "No, I'm gonna stay home." And I'm like sad that I didn't go. It's uh, beautiful. It's I, it's it's a dark film. It gets really it fucked is, up. So, for anyone that's seen Black Swan, um, Black Swan is loosely based on uh, Perfect Blue. Uh, Darren Aronofsky bought the rights to Satoshi Kon's work for, or for the rights to Perfect Blue. For one shot in the bathtub shot, right? Uh, Requiem for a Dream, the bathtub shot, which it's it, it's like maybe ten seconds in Perfect Blue, but he bought the rights to the entire movie because he wanted to use that exact shot in Requiem for a Dream, so he got the rights to it, and then like ten years later, made a movie called Black Swan, where everyone was like, "This is basically Perfect Blue," <laughs> which it's great. It, it, yeah. Don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with Perfect, that. Uh, Black Swan, amazing movie. Perfect Blue, amazing movie. I had seen Black Swan first, so when I went back and watched Perfect Blue, I'm like, okay, I see the connections. I get it. You know, um, it's an amazing movie. I like when I saw the trailer that it was coming to theaters. I was like, I need to see it. I bought a ticket immediately, mm -hmm. and then I just started inviting other people. And I'm the only one who showed up. And you were the only one that showed up. I wish you would come, Tiffany. I know. I, I'm actually really bummed that I didn't go because um, I just was like, I don't know. And then even Dwight that day, like he sent me the every frame of painting. Because yep. I, I, I rewatched it at least once. Because I had, day, wa I had I actually watched watch that one this. before and it is really good because like as somebody like I love, I love editing. I love good editing. Yep. That's Holy like, shit. It's a master class. <laughs> so yeah, that that's like my one thing that like, because I love, I love editing. I love Premiere. I love doing that stuff. And I just wish I had that. I yep. like I have like the technical knowledge. I just don't have the creative vision. So like I love watching good editing. And like when you had sent me that thing, I was like, oh, and it didn't even click with me like that. That was the movie you guys were going to see. You were just like, you send it to me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I've watched this one before. It's really great. The, the every single one of his movies, I think Tokyo Godfathers might be the one with the not the worst editing, but like where the editing is the least integral to the movie. Mm -hmm. Tokyo Godfathers, I, I saw it once in college, so it was over 10 years yep. ago at this point. I don't remember much about it. I remember really enjoying it, but it just it's his most basic yep. story, which is like doing a disservice to it yep. because it's still amazing. It's but amazing. It, everything else, like I said, like deals with kind of like fantasy and reality. Tokyo Godfathers yep. is a lot more surface level yep. of that type of stuff. It's if, easier to follow. If you want to see how great his editing is, watch Millennium Actress. 
Millennium Actress is so absolutely phenomenal. Like, I cannot speak highly enough. I remember when I was getting into Satoshi Khan after I saw Paprika, my brother was like, watch Millennium Actress. It's my favorite of his movies. It's so good. That's immediately the one I went to watch. And I was like, oh my God, my mind's blown. <laughs> then I watched Perfect Blue. And I was like, this guy's a genius. <laughs> it. Have you watched um, the show? Yes. Paranoia? Is it good? Yes, it's very good. It's mildly anthology I know it's about like a, a baseball bat boy. Yeah, it's um, it's about a guy. <laughs> baseball uh, bat boy. It's about a boy. If, if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking His about. His name's Lil Slugger. Um, and he's a murderer. <laughs> and he rides around on rollerblades with a baseball bat that's like bent at the end, Ooh, and he that. beats people upside the head. Um, yeah, it's, he's a baseball boy. <laughs> he's a baseball, baseball boy. bat boy. Um, it's like a hat boy. So the first like five episodes of it are like anthology and about how these five people are connected to Lil Slugger. Ooh. And then after the fifth episode, I think that's when he gets arrested and then everything comes together. Spoilers. Is it a 13 episode show? I think so. It's either 13 or like 26. 26. That's I don't the numbers remember. they go with. I don't remember. Um, it's really it's good. 13, 26 or 52. Like they go yep. like uh, Japanese shows are in like those increments yep. or forever yep <laughs> um Ongoing. yeah so really i didn't want this to go as long as it did but it's um, fine satoshi khan if if you like anime and you haven't seen any of his movies just go watch all of them perfect blue is generally regarded as his best really um i thought paprika was okay. I, I might be mistaken i don't know dick about this paprika is the best animated okay that might be what i'm thinking of. but most people regard perfect blue as like the best story with the best like great animation like that. all over all around just an amazing movie um it's definitely the one he's most famous for um but yeah good. like go watch it i'm so glad i got to see it like on the big screen even yeah. though it was poorly projected which is such like a it's one of those things that I almost feel like snobbish when I, like, I point things like yeah, that yeah. out. Like there are times where like we watch something and the aspect ratio is so ridiculous yep. that like even on my widescreen TV, there's these giant black oh, bars yep. on yeah. it, and it's like, come on, guys, I get it. Yep. Your movie project, your your movie resolutions or whatever. Come on. Yep. Come on. Um. Except when it's done intentionally, like in like Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand Budapest yes. Hotel is switching between yes. aspect ratios. That's being really... about it in a good way. Yes, yes. yeah. It's being yes. about it in a Wes Anderson way. Because yeah. yeah. there's three aspect ratios yep. in that one. Yes. Present day. Because it's all about time. Medium, frame. Yeah, which yep. is which is so good. Yeah, it's a great. Device. The fact that he shot a movie in mostly four by three is insane. It's a and movie, it's so and he great. still it still looks cinematic. Um, oh. it's so great. So, so the Genius Islands Dogs is his best work. I still didn't see Isle of Dogs. I'm it's just doing fine. that to be a butt. Um, it's basically like saying AVP Requiem is the best movie ever. Right, because I <laughs> but that's seen real it. though. <laughs> you that's guys real. Are um, worse. So one other movie that I saw in theaters that I'm just gonna really quickly. So I saw A Simple Favor yesterday. I think I saw it yesterday. Um, is that what is, you saw last night after bowling? No, I saw. We didn't go to a movie. Oh, after okay, bowling. okay, okay. Um, you guys were that depressed? No, <laughs> I don't know what we're talking. About. Um, so uh, I, went, I won two of the games so. yesterday nice. morning. Oh, by the way, you have the third highest average I in the league. Already saw. And the, tied for the highest game after week two. After week, it's two. all downhill from here, baby. Um, so I went and saw a simple favor yesterday. Um, it stars uh, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, and it is a thriller comedy. 
comedy okay. comedy thriller. Um, the best way I can put it is it's a dark comedy version of Gone Girl. That's the best okay. way I could think to phrase it. It's, That's dark. So it's directed by Paul Feige or Paul Feig. 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 The, the Ghostbusters Bridesmaids the, dude? Yep. The guy that directed oh. Ghostbusters okay. the remake, Bridesmaids, and The Heat. He's all your favorite movies. He's known for. I love Bridesmaids. I've never actually seen it. And Bridesmaids I think, is amazing. And I think I know the Heat you, is it, fine. Oh, what's the one I'm thinking of that you don't like? Is Melissa McCarthy in the Heat? Yes. Yeah. She's fine in that. He I love Sandra Bullock McCarthy. in that movie. But I think Melissa McCarthy takes it away from being a good movie. <laughs> um, so he's known for directing comedies. And when this movie was announced, I was like, okay, this movie, like the trailers for it all looked pretty dark because it's about. Um, Anna Kendrick is best friends with Blake Lively, and Blake Lively goes missing. That's that's the plot of the movie. Oh, okay. I've I've heard radio ads for this one. Okay, he also and I was like, Spy. He also directed Spy, which I hate. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Um, so everything about this movie, I was just like, huh. That like none of it matched in my head when I saw trailers for it and everything. But I love Anna Kendrick with all of my heart. She's adorable. So I will go see anything that she's in. Um, so I immediately went to go see it. Is she the one married to your boy? She's not married. Who am I thinking of? Who's who, married to who? Dave Franco? Um, that would That's be Alison Brie. Brie. Alison Brie. Alison Brie. And Blake Lively is married to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Um, so I went to see it. It is amazing. It is really, really excellent. It's really like some of the humor is really uncomfortable because of like the scenario around it. Because like. Blake Lively's gone missing, and there's all this comedy going on around it, and you're like, uh, but it's great. Like, go see it. Anybody go see it. That's it. That's all I have to say. Will do. <laughs> okay, so we did have one other thing we were going to talk about. Uh, it was going to be Castle, Castle Rock, uh, the Hulu show, but I think we've run out of time. We've gone for a very long time. We had a very good discussion yeah, about Captain and I wanna, Marvel. and I want to definitely... Talk wanna, about Castle Yeah, Rock. I want to dive into that. Yeah. Like, I want to want to chew the fat on that. Yeah. So okay. we are going to talk about that. So if uh, you, the audience, wants to send us your opinions on it or, you know, watch the show, and then we will uh, discuss it, and you can uh, know what we're talking about so we don't have to worry about spoilers. Long story short, yes, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Hot take on it, Alex? I liked the first nine episodes. Fair. That's also, That's I was just going to say, I loved it. And the end kind of left me. The left, the end left me very unsatisfied. Yep. Yeah. Um, same. Like I loved the first nine episodes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the last episode, it ended, and I went, "Fuck you!" Like I looked at the TV, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, this is bullshit." Wow. I, I was, liked the end. I was really upset with the I kinda, end. It's a Stephen King, J.J. Abrams ending. Uh, Spoiler it was a, alert. It was a J.J. Abrams. I kind of, I kind of went, oh, "Okay." We had to go and we had to read a bunch of theories about it to kind of like piece together our own yep. thoughts and opinions. But I yeah. have we'll, thought. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. So that is what we'll be discussing on the next episode. We promise. Um, until um, then. Unless we do like the draft recap before. Yeah. Which, oh, that was something I did want to talk about. Oh. Uh, the draft recap will happen. I promise you at some point. We are yeah. just having a hard time lining up our schedules this year. Um I'm in a play right. I'm in two plays right now. Billy's currently in a show that I believe is going on as we speak. Yep. It's part of the reason why he couldn't be here tonight. Um, Derek's a dad. Derek's a, dad, Derek's a dad, so he's got you know that type of responsibility. Derek also won. So yeah, and Derek did win. Derek, that guy. what do you think about um, parenting? Would you take your daughter to go see <laughs> the uh, predator? predator? Yeah, write us an email. <laughs> yes, please. Um, so 
it will happen. We have some fun stuff planned for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only thing I haven't decided is uh, trophy. I don't know if you're going to... I'm going to bring it back. Gonna, okay, oh, yeah. I'll bring, I, 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 was, I, I haven't trophy. talked to you about that, so we will... That will you you should add something to it, though. I'll we gotta on do it. like a nameplate. Like yeah, a we definitely do. Like one of those plaques, like Scott had <laughs> him and Gretchen made. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So long story short, that will be happening at some point. Um, so, uh, but the next episode will be on Castle Rock. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. No refunds. This one was fucking great. I had a real fun time. It was making fun. Yeah. a lot. Yeah. Can yeah. I say fuck more? No. That's quoting my favorite movie. Uh, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Who directed that? Shane Black. I don't, haven't heard of him. Um, he also directed The Predator. He also I, wrote Monster Squad. Yeah. And A Lethal Weapon. I don't. And A Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, he likes kissing, doesn't he? he like smooching. Um, doesn't ring a bell. Oh, okay. Is The Predator a Halloween movie, Alex? <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was going to say, if you said no. It, it 100% is. Moving on. <laughs> um, so thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of No Refunds. Um, you can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. And we don't a, personally attack me. Yes. We have a Facebook, No Refunds Podcast. Uh, we have an Instagram, No Refunds Podcast. We have a Discord, norefundspodcast.com. That's our regular website, which you can find the Discord there. Uh, we would like to thank the Hyper Potions for their song Time Trials. Uh, it kicks ass, and so do they. And thank you once again for listening. This has been No Refunds. Bye. 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 Maybe not rock hard, but um, I keep looking at Hereditary on your definitely like charcoal shelf, hard. and I'm like, I really want to watch wanna, that. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet since I bought it. But you know what movie we haven't watched is um, I just farted. That's not a movie. How to Lose a Guy the in Ten Def- Days. Defender. What's the one we? Oh, got? yeah, we the, still Guardians. Have the Guardians. Guardians. We have Guardians that we need to watch. <laughs> we gotta watch that. We need to watch that. We're coming up on. I, I we need to figure out a day. Oh, to do I don't know Halloween. when we're going to have time to to yep. do the Halloween stuff because yep. I really want to. Um, we bing, have to do the Halloween the slider. We'll have to do something this year. I have, I have one special video plan. Yes, I. I you've told me, but you won't tell me what it. it is. Do you want? You want to know what no. it is? No. Good. It no. it fits a theme. It <gasps> makes me very happy. There's a theme. It is. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm excited. You should be. You know, we can blow off Judd's one shot and we can do the Halloween thing. That sounds perfect. It Make does. sure to put that in as a stinger. Wow. <laughs> this is friendship at, the, at its um, finest.